Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Make sure you tweet (laughs) that Joe Burrow is prairie dogging on the field, and that's what I think is going to lead to their win. Hello, Fluffernutters. You know, I used to think that was the full word for fluff, but it's actually when you put fluff and peanut butter on a sandwich, it's called a fluffernutter. Oh. You didn't? But see, we learned something new every day. Oh. Welcome to Sports Podcast. It ends with a question mark. Starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Dave from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, so would you rather everyone in the world was nicer or smarter? I'll take my answer off the air. Let me read it. Wait. It says that he says he loves us and he means it. He just said it. Oh, I missed you it. You were just saying, oh, yeah, um, <laughs> that's a hard question. He just dropped a bomb and then left. I know. Yeah. Hi, Dave. I love you too. Mean it. I think this is a tough it's question. A okay, let's talk through it. So nicer. My first thought goes to where I interact with the most people, which is on the internet. Mm-hmm. Nicer would mean people being less mean. Yes. <laughs> on yes. and like the things they say. But smarter would mean not having to explain myself or a joke, mm-hmm. which would be a huge relief as well. And could also help, like, save the planet. Oh, yeah. See, I'm being I'm thinking kind of You're just thinking a, small, just thinking about myself, mm-hmm. my own personal yeah. uh, experience with the earth. I think if people were smarter, yeah, it would lead to them being nice. Have you met smart people? I have. They're condescending, but it would they're be, not mean. So is everyone in the world getting smarter than they currently are, and therefore there are still super smart Ooh, people? Oh, that's a really good question. Or is everyone getting the same – everyone's going to be the same amount of smart? Oh, because then it would still be the same issue if everyone yeah. was elevating. But if right. we were just like averaging Because if the out. smartest people were getting even smarter, you're right. We would have better inv- advancements in technology and science, mm-hmm. but we would also have more condescension, and then those people would end up still being – I don't think it would work unless we were all as smart as each other. Because if I got that's now I got to think like if we go back to me being selfish, mm. if I got smarter, my jokes would get even smarter and still the people that are not smarter would be not getting them. Right. I think nicer is the right answer. I think nicer is the way you win the most. The world improves more if people are nicer because then it's just you're not wasting time with being. Well, but if everybody got nicer, could you still like, be mean for jokes. God, this is tough. Hmm. I'm also overthinking it. Jay's also being dead silent and adding I'm, nothing. I'm thinking really deeply about it. Uh, I was thinking, Audio like... Audio medium. Yes, I know, famously. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about how if... Like, as you were saying, if everybody gets, like, smarter, but I also think that there's a point at which that stops. Yeah, it does. Like, it's like the a, synchronicity it's, or whatever, when everybody has the same amount of knowledge, that's some tech thinking about like when we have ai for brains there's like it's like diminishing returns right, right Isn't that exactly. thing? Like you get you can only get so smart to exactly. the point where like it's not actually going to help so that's like more realistic in the sense that like people are never probably going to be nice but there is a world in which you know in the future everybody has the same amount of capacity for knowledge and i think that that would be helpful charitably though you have to think if everybody got smarter well, now I'm thinking, like, because I was going to say you could get uh, 
better. I mean, this could get into our job market and how we treat people that don't work in jobs that were like jobs that we see as skilled work and jobs right. that we don't. Right. But like somebody would still need to be doing the other jobs. Mm-hmm. And then everybody would feel too overqualified for the. But then at the same time, I was thinking you could on an individual level for people who currently work in jobs we don't value, they could get better jobs if they were smarter. I get. I don't know. I think we would still, I think we live in a society, listen, we live in a society. I think we all know that. <laughs> and that society will always, uh, it will always bend towards um, there being tears. It will always tear itself out. It's never going to be like, we're all the same, even if a magical person was like, boom, we're all, the- like no one, we wouldn't appreciate the smarter because we're not nicer. Well, I don't know that Smarter doesn't just have to be book smart. There's a lot of different kinds of smart, mm. including like emotional intelligence, which, oh boy, we don't need to get into this, but I feel is one of the most undervalued skills somebody can develop because mm. you have it. Well, and it takes a lot of work. And yeah. really, like when you teach kids in school, I genuinely feel like if you teach them how to be emotionally intelligent, how to be charming, charismatic, get people to like you, treat people well. So nicer. That's more beneficial. So nicer. Not just nicer, but like being able to diffuse situations, being able to understand where someone's coming from is like an intelligence thing, but can, what's the word I'm looking for? Like come off as, or like play as being nicer when really you're just more understanding. That's kind of what I was thinking when I said, like, being smarter leads to being nicer. Well, because I was going to say, I also think that, like, being nicer is something you can't teach. When you reach a certain age, it's hard to teach somebody to be nicer, whereas, like, teaching, like, you can give access to technology and books, which can help make people smarter. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, I think in general, I think what it boils down to is the debate about, like, do you want to make life more pleasant right now or, like, life extend longer yeah you know what i mean is it like is it about like making the future brighter yeah because obviously you know we live in an apocalyptic moment yeah solving global warming or uh anything like like that is like go with smarter but if you're like oh how can we all kind of just get by a little bit easier Mm -hmm. i think nicer is the i think nicer is the answer it's short-sighted but i think weirdly i was gonna say smarter i think i might say nicer i think a lot of a lot of the mean stems from ignorance. And so I'm going to say smarter because I do think not only will that help things like our planet, I think that will help. People I think, but nicer. I think saying emotional intelligence, being, being smarter, I don't think that, I think that muddies the waters too much. It blurs the line between smart and nice for the so sake of like the a, question. It, it, should it makes it like, like straight up IQ gain. Yeah. Cause you're saying like smarter will make them nicer because emotional intelligence, but it's Not like just a, emotional intelligence. I think understanding in general. Okay. So you think if I'm, people were smarter, I think IQ would wise, them being nicer. it would be nicer because people yell and are afraid of the things they don't know. Well, there probably would be more agreement on stuff that people tend to disagree on. Yeah. Maybe. Because at a certain point, like, but how many smart people do you know that are contrarians just to be contrarians? I know a bunch. Many, I think I think people many. like to have intellectual debates, but I don't know that many really smart people that are sitting on the internet being like, me, 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 because they'd look at that and be like, what's the gain from this? Yeah. Like, what are you, so you call me a dumb. The use of my time. Mm. Ashley's call me dumb. Wow. Have you ever personally attacked someone by saying, me, no, me, no. me, 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 But I've argued, I've argued back. Yeah, but Sometimes. that's not. But you've never like personally been mean to someone on the internet just because because you think things through. Like, what's the reason for doing this? What are the repercussions of doing this? Yeah. Like your thought process, your logic, your rationale huh. is elevated, right? 
But also, nicer is just like we're kind of talking in the in the zoomed out 30,000 foot view of the world, mm-hmm. but like on a basic day-to-day interactions with people. Nicer would be great if people weren't so mean. But also people are pretty nice. I don't know. <laughs> Jay, what do you think? Uh, I think I would say my my gut is to go smarter because it makes me feel like we're going to solve more problems, whereas nicer would just be like m- make make it hurt a little less, I guess, for lack of a better. You think it's a more term. real and gritty answer to say smarter because it's like you're just it's almost like a um, like an anesthetic, right? Like we wouldn't be actually fixing the problem; we just would stop talking about it. Exactly. Yeah, and I would be afraid of that. Yeah, if but you wouldn't be nicer. because you wouldn't notice because you'd be being nicer. <laughs> I don't right, know. How, I also don't know how to do all that. All the time, as an aside, it would be so easy to be dumb. Yeah, like it'd be so yeah. much easier to be dumb. Like, yeah, because we are ignoring the like ignorance is bliss. It re- like, like it we're really talking about is. making our experience better by making other people smarter, <laughs> but we're not thinking about the fact that being smarter makes everybody <laughs> more miserable. It so makes bad. everybody uh, more upset because the more you know, the more you're like, man, wish I could go back to not knowing that. Yeah. So I think life, I think oh, life geez. in general, our experience of it would be worse if we all got smarter. Yeah, and it would be better if we were all if we all got nicer and stayed exact. We're not getting dumber. We're just staying exactly well, as smart. No, I mean like in this scenario. <laughs> in real life, we absolutely are. <laughs> but in this scenario, we're just the same amount of smart we are now. We're just all a little bit nicer. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm going to say I am. I hate making decisions. I'm going to say what a great <laughs> what conversation we had there. If you have a question. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We are in the. Out of the we're somewhere. I, one foot in, one foot out. Cage. That's I got smashed the by the door. I tried to hold the door. I tried to stick hug my the leg wall. out. Hug the wall, Katie. I tried to stick my leg out to stop the door from closing, and now I'm I have one leg. Uh, if you want to, hold on. Hop <laughs> into the microphone. I do want to hold on. Thank you. If Ashley. you want to have a coughing fit, <laughs> leave a voicemail or do that. The number is eight six zero. Don't die. The number is 860-506-5571. Hi, Ash. Hi. How are you? I I have a cough. Okay. Um, It it comes out the worst when I laugh. Okay. Oh, this should be fun. It's going to be a somber pod. This should be fun. We'll we'll lose this. How about this? No singing ad read. That way you can keep yourself together. You would do that for me? Yeah. You're such a good friend. I'm a thoughtful friend. You haven't asked me how I am yet. I... How are you, Katie? I'm good. I can see the back of Will Kane's head. Other than that, everything's great. Wow. Should we change seats? No. I love that seat. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm good. Things are good. Uh, did we, what's the last, what, did anything happen in our lives? Mm, we left our houses to go to a public place. Oh, we did. We went out for uh, Andrea's bachelorette party. Yeah, but she changed it to her birthday party while we were there. Because she brought her fiance. <laughs> she did. And we him. were like, weird, weird bachelorette party move. And <laughs> she was like, this is, my, okay. this is my birthday party. Yeah, and I was so like, we, well, that's, the crown's weird it, now. But. So, yeah, we had to take the crown off. But other than that, it was fine. We were looking for a bar. Oh my gosh, have we so, told anyone this story? No, but I put it on my Instagram story. We don't go out on weekends especially. You could have just stopped. We don't go Yeah, out. I know. But in the city, there's like a specific, it's weird. There's so many bars everywhere you go, but all of them are packed mm-hmm. and that sucks mm-hmm. um but so we were trying to find a place kind of a specific vibe but i feel like every bar should be this and i get annoyed when they're not like a chill bar not a club but that has like a dance floor and a dj if you felt like you know that plays a lot of like 90s 2000s music <laughs> that you can go dance to so we're trying to find it that's hard to google search mm-hmm. 
You know, with all the Yelps we have, none of them have that specific of a search function. So we found a, a, we had a couple options. It was very cold. We were walking through. Well, we tried to go to that Rolf's place or whatever, the Christmas bar. There was two lines out the door. And we two were like, lines. But I love this group of friends that we can go, yeah, that's a no. We're not waiting in that for an inst- That's why everybody was in that line. You pointed that out that night. Like, all of this is for Instagram. Somebody wants to take a picture and put it on their Instagram. That's why there's two friggin' two lines. lines. So, uh, two lines. So we, uh, we went and we were like, we'll hit one, then we'll go to another if that's not good enough. I actually don't remember, did we hit the first one and we left? Or if the first one was where we ended up? But we go to this bar. We, the guy checks our ID. No questions, nothing. We walk in. Everyone's kind of a little dressed up and we're all like, hmm? <laughs> we go to the back where like the DJ section is to scout the location and we see, as I see it, Ashley goes, I think this might be a private party. Then we see a spread, like a table with a bunch of food on it. And we were like, this is. This is someone's office party. And we're at it. And nobody cares. Um, People were just amazing. giving us looks like, who are Well, they? not even. Nobody really noticed at first. And then we were like, well, we're going to call attention to it. Um, so Ashley ate a... Uh, honestly, I, I meant to ask you. Deviled egg is a bold choice at a at party. At a bar? Well, she walked in not only it at was a bar. A, it was a holiday party, Jay. It was a holiday party and they were taking the food away. They were, yeah. And Ashley grabbed a deviled egg. That was like, hang food. on one second. But yeah. that's the thing. The food had been out for it, a minute. It had been sitting out for a minute. And you bit. decided deviled egg. Well, we had been at another bar first. Yeah. So we had had a couple drinks already. Yeah. I was feeling I was feeling loose. So I I took some food. Yes, the food I'm not questioning at all. The choice of food you picked. It wasn't like it a was slice of pizza. Best. It was a warmish devil. It was a room temp deviled egg. It was room temperature. Yeah, you know what? It was very good. How did it work out for you in the end? <laughs> it was it was great. Okay. It gave me that extra protein energy I needed. Right before I started dancing. Although can't eat it anymore because I'm going to become a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley watched one documentary about not eating. Seven minutes about of a, a documentary. About a plant-based diet and was like, I'm not eating meat anymore. And then Steve, her husband, was like, you watched seven minutes of this. And Ashley was like, I'm in. How long is that going to last? Well, it's lasted through breakfast and lunch. So it's Let's good it so far. Well, there Two meals in. There weren't eggs in that banana bread? There were eggs in the... Are there, can you not eat eggs if you're plant-based? Or is it just meat or is it any It depends on what kind you want to be. You can okay. be vegetarian and still I'm pretty eat sure eggs. plant-based means vegan. Well, what if the plant is the base and then I Yeah, have, I'm plant-based. I get a <laughs> with be- some branches. I get a bed of spinach and then I put steak on top. That's plant-based. That's plant-based. That's a plant-based meal. Mostly plants and then some like I'm not going to give up cheese. Let's not be ridiculous. Okay. But like meat, I'm so having a hard vegan. time. I don't think this I'll, diet. You know what? Is... I'll work out the details. I'll yeah, let, you let know. us keep us posted. Okay, it's not. A, it's not a diet. It's a life change. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we went to that party. We got really drunk. I got. I got very drunk. Really, you didn't seem that drunk. Uh, well, I. I got... Are you Sue Birding? Are you becoming Sue Bird? I don't know. Here's the thing. I haven't really drank a lot recently. Like I've been hanging out with like people that don't drink, and so I've been. Not drinking, not out of choice, but out of like nobody offers. Nobody, people forget. <laughs> you don't people drink forget. for a long time. People are just like, hey, here's a soda. And I'm like, could I have a, and then you feel weird being like, can I get a beer? Cause you're like, maybe we're at a place where there isn't any beer. Yeah. Like a house party. I'm like, you guys drink sodas. So, uh, I just kind of haven't been drinking. And so when we left the first bar, I was already pretty buzzed. I don't remember getting home. I know I got in an Uber, but I don't remember it. Oh boy. Uh, and, uh, and then I got home. I do remember that. So I wasn't like blacked out, but I was probably browned out. And I, um, I ordered food, I guess, at like four. <laughs> and I woke up to emails and missed calls that were like, we're trying to deliver you your food. <gasps> Yikes. And I didn't get it because I was asleep. 
So what I'm saying from? is I'm in college again. Oh, it was <laughs> from a place that's open at four. It was from a place I've seen on Grubhub before in my neighborhood that I'm like, I would never order from there. And the real kick in the butt is that uh, there was a $20 delivery fee. Ooh. And I remember being like, Katie, you got to eat or you're going to wake up feeling sick. So it's worth it. And then I just ended up spending all the money on the food and the $20 and just right down the drain. It, I woke up just feeling super guilty about like you just flushed all that money down the toilet for no reason. And you're kind of hungover. It was an accident. And then on Sunday, I had a hangover that just progressed with me throughout the day. I woke up and was like, man, that sucked. I didn't even think I was that drunk last night. And then as my day went on, my head, I was like, I have to put my head down. It hurts so badly. Oh, man. 32. I know. Well, when you hit, how old am I? 34. Wow, she's working out. How old I know, I are to, you? I have to Working out. What year is it? 2019. It's 2019. Okay, the year so of our 34. Lord. I have now gotten to a point where I am most of the time, like 85% of the time, I reach a point where I'm like, time to start mixing waters in. Well, so when after you left, Andrea was like, let's do one more. And I was like, yeah, get me a. Um, uh, Sam was getting the drinks and she's like, what do you want? And I was like, a, a vodka soda. And I leaned in and was like, make it water, put two lemons in it. Like, it, I don't want it. And she was like, you got it. Good. So like I had swapped out. Good. Um, but also, yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't hold my booze, I guess. I came home and I sat in my dark, silent kitchen just chugging water. Yeah, before <laughs> I went to bed. Smart. Creepy, I like the picture of you actually sitting on the ground for this story. I yeah. Okay. I was on the ground, <laughs> cross, cross legs in front of my tidy Christmas tree. Yeah. Just chugging water. <laughs> so what we're saying is we had a good weekend. It was fun. But well, hold on. The big reveal was that we spent a lot of time trying to figure out which company party this was. And then we found out. <laughs> and if anyone asks, oh, no. we work at doctors.com. Oh my god. <laughs> doctors.com? Which, uh, once we found out that no actual doctors work at doctors.com, it's yeah. the people who help you find a doctor. Yeah. Uh, was a little bit less funny, but finding out it was doctors.com. There was a, a pretty terrifying couple minutes when we were like, wait, these people here are all doctors? Because yeah. there was a lot of shenanigans it's going a lot of on. Drunk, we found a, a drunk PG oh my uh, doppelganger. Oh, man. with a, I mean, it was just a dude with a mustache who looks like he has worn a bolo tie in earnest. Yeah, he was an fair. interesting dancer and tried to dance with everybody. Mm-hmm. There was the woman with the high slit in her red velvet dress yep. who had just gotten off a plane from Hawaii or something like that. So, Were you there when her brother came in drunk and they had to carry him over to a booth? No. That was an event that we got to experience with the doctors and I was like someone's got to call HR (laughs) we just kept dropping little like hey can you circle back on that email on Monday morning (laughs) it's a great bit we enjoyed it real fun bachelorette party poor Andrea she was like guys what happened was Ashley and I got put in charge of it and we are very busy and the week before Ashley was like whoops who wants to come and it was scheduled for Saturday I had plans on Saturday and I was like can we make it Friday Oh, wait, so maybe it wasn't Sunday that I woke up with the the hangover. Yeah, it was Saturday. Mm. That makes more sense. It did last till Sunday, though, because, again, 32. Oh, boy. Uh, But, yeah, it was fun. I think it was fun. She said it was fun, so she at least lied. Yeah, she texted the next morning, which means me. Yeah, she says, like, thank you so much. I love you guys. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And also, her wedding's on New Year's Eve. That's going to be a party. We'll we'll party at that. find a babysitter. (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. It just hit me yesterday. I was like, oh, God. What's it gonna? Well, let's, we'll talk about it. All right. But, well, maybe if you go to doctors, don't go. <laughs> uh, Jay, how was your weekend? In 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 two sentences or less. Uh, it was great. I went to Colorado. I uh, oh. hung, hung with my cousin and uh, went out on a Saturday. Had a similar hangover on Sunday. Nice. Thirty two. Great. And uh, now I'm back, and it's great. Okay. 
that last part it didn't just for future like if you're trying to keep it short the last part you really could have you could have edited that yeah out. i guess that wasn't as i'm back i'm back and it's it great out. you could have edited it it did that out we didn't right. need it just right, trying cool. to help you tighten it up you know Thank i'm trying you. to i'm giving you like a yeah, punch no, up no. of your script it's a, it's a week by week i'm thing. like I use as little it. words as possible he's like well let me tell you my <laughs> weekend and it was the friday and the saturday <laughs> and the sunday you just you know get to the point uh cool we're glad you're back and it's great uh official potter show business um, no show business. We've got a show this week. Yes. Pod is going as usual. Yes. But we do have an all voicemail podcast coming up. Yep. And uh, we haven't done one of those in a long time. Quite some time. Yeah. We have a bunch saved that we're like, ooh, that's good, but we're going to want to talk about it for a long time. But we want to add some more. So if you've got a question similar to that first one, one that we can really dive in on of like, ooh, let's see, we could see both sides type of a thing. Leave those. Um, Again, the if you you would then have to oh come on you would then have to leave a, a voicemail yikes um at eight six zero five zero six five five seven one and we'll and we'll take those and that'll be fun. we're gonna tape it probably early next week so yeah and it'll to probably be four hours long so most likely you're welcome um that's it for that today on the podcast uh, we're gonna run through our games so Pat's. Uh, Ravens, Eagles play tonight. Ashley's got a hot take. Ooh. Speaking of Ashley's hot takes, we will finally revisit that Ryan Gosling <laughs> take of Ashley's from three weeks ago. We're also going to talk about sports. I know we haven't really done that in two weeks. And we, weirdly enough, chose to do that decom bracket, the two weeks where there were a ton of stories. And then this week was like, mm. so I was just going to say, maybe you're going to get a normal length yeah, podcast today, today. But, you know, who knows? I feel like we shouldn't say it. We'll short find one something. hour, 45 minute pod. It's we'll going to be a real tight four. It's going to be a real tight four. <laughs> we'll find something to talk about. Uh, namely, we're going to talk about Lizzo. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> and hopefully we find some answers. Um, and, you know, college football playoff. We got to find a way to get invested in that. So we're all going to pick a team. It'll be a good pod. I feel strongly about it. Um we're back. It's great. Right. We're back. And it's great. Uh, but first, this week's podcast brought to you by uh, SeatGeek. And, uh, oh, I was thinking we could switch it up a little for the ad reads. Switch it up? What? And here's what I was thinking. You give me, the way we've been doing it, a person or a character in a place or a situation. So maybe not all three. Just like person, place, or situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, we won't tell the listeners or Jay. I'll do it, and then at the end, Jay, you'll have to guess what I was given. Okay. And the, that way the v- listeners fine. at home can play along with it and see if they can figure it out. Okay, so should I just write it on my cup? Yes. And then hand it to me. Okay. Jay's back, and it's great. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am. Okay, I love that. Yep, nope, that's good. Okay, here we go. Seekeek, <clears throat> Seekeek, Seekeek. This is also a... Uh, I'm stressed because, like, they're not good. My impressions aren't good. Right, so, just to clarify, there's going to be three things. No, no, two things. Now we're gonna we made it a little easier on you. Two it's gonna things. be a person or a character or something, a voice in a place or situation. Great. Okay. I'm ready. Great. Hey, do you ever feel like taking in websites might get into the event difficult on purpose? <laughs> it's it's as if they're so big. <laughs> They can get away with not caring about the customer experience. Roll Tide. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Already. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. With millions of live event tickets. Okay. Shh, shh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, but with with millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee, SeatGeek proves there's a better way. I, wa- <laughs> I want to see this one. This one looks good. I saw this during the, the college football games this weekend. This does look good. Is he the bad guy? 
do we find out at the end? <laughs> uh, uh, back to the seat geek thing. Uh, you can search sports, live music, comedy, probably theater, and more. Uh, seat geek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place. It's epic. Uh, a quick look at the app store. I wouldn't do it now. People get mad when you take your phone out. But if you look, it's, uh, please don't talk. Sorry. Uh, you could, uh, it shows over 50,000 five-star reviews. Like five-star recruits, but they're reviews. Did you see the reviews about this one? I guess the critics have seen it already and they were like, that's going to get an, it's got Oscar buzz. Oh, I hate this one. It's so jumpy. I get jumpy. I don't like when they do the jump scares. But how's that for, cust- how's that for customer satisfaction, huh? It's a better process. SeatGeek pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web. Then it rates each deal on a scale of 1 to 10 and displays them on interactive seat map like they have in that there Clemson locker room. Uh, green dots, those mean good deals. Red dots, overpriced. Can't hide money. <laughs> and every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets confidence i have the sea geek app on my phone and i, I know i'm almost on i'm talking to my friend <laughs> where it's at a volume that cannot possibly offend you roll tight uh, as i was saying i have the sea geek app on my phone it's by far the fastest easiest way to find tickets in fact i just use the app to buy tickets to the college football national championship we don't know who's in it yet but we know who's out <laughs> seat geek will even give you a ten dollar they'll give you ten dollars off your first seat geek purchase Can i get some of that popcorn <laughs> uh all you need to do is use our promo code download the seat geek app today use promo code nolan the woman who I'm very sorry to, uh, <laughs> roll tide, uh, for $10 off, uh, your first purchase. That's promo code Nolan, uh, for $10 off on your first purchase. And again, Kate Nolan, I'm so sorry for snitching. I, I do apologize. Seekeek. Shh. Okay, so. All right, that's that. Jay, what do we got? That was great. Uh, obviously. It was a perfect Marty Smith. Oh, thank you so much. And I was going to say library at first, but then I realized he is in a movie theater. Movie theater? Uh, during the previews? Yay! I told Ashley, I was like, that's too specific. He's not going to get that last part. So I tried to toss in the... I thought you you made it so obvious. I was like, I want to see this. You didn't get it. Well, no, I mean, it was a movie theater. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I, you did a great job. Y- you, you don't know how specific it's going to be. You don't want to get, you know what I mean? You're right. It's, you're right. You don't want to rule yourself out time. on the specificity. Yeah, right. we'll see. That's but I'll, fun. I, I vow to always give you like the movie theater if there's more that you're missing. <laughs> gotcha. That's my vow to you, Jay. Thank you so much. As your friend. Man, we're already being nicer. Now let's just get smarter. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into it. Football. Do we have, let's, Today's podcast also brought to you by... <laughs> I don't want to do it! I will say it was a glorious and enjoyable day watching football because I wasn't furious for once. Why? Because my team didn't play. So it's just like, oh, football's on. Yay, football. Yeah, because the Eagles play tonight. They do. Uh, how about fantasy? Because I think Jay and I both have a bye. Yeah, so not great for me. I know you're stalling, but I'm just going to get this in real yeah. quick. Uh-huh. I started, I'm currently down by like 22 or 23, and I have Miles Sanders tonight, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, But I started the Jacksonville defense, which got me minus 2.5 points. Yikes. And I could have started the Ravens defense, which got me like 
thirteen yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So I could be down like yeah, but that's not. This is the part six. nobody wants to hear about. I just want to know you're going to lose. I maybe depends how my else. Who'd you play? Uh, PG. Okay. Wow, PG making a run in yeah. the playoffs. So if Miles well, Sanders, Sanders up, so. blows up, yeah, I could win. Well, so I had a bye week, and boy, did I hear about it in my Instagram DMs because people were like, "Where are your fantasy football posts?" Wow. Um, which, but it wasn't complimentary. It oh. was like, "What the? F- where are you?" Well, I look forward to these, and now you're just not going to give them to me. And it's like, yeah, well, I didn't have, a, I wasn't rooting for my fantasy team. I actually watched less football than normal. But more football than normal. You know what I mean? I watched full games. I watched that full 49ers game. Right. I watched, I don't remember what that 430 game was that I watched. Mm-hmm. I just remember it making me very angry. Mm-hmm. Um, like it wasn't cute for Instagram yelling at the television. It was, um, like screaming. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch a ton of that because that was while the Steelers were playing, mm. but I caught the end. Mm. Um, Ashley texted me. <laughs> Would you say like oh no or like Just yikes? F U C K. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And- yeah, and uh, <laughs> they'll probably have to bleep yeah, all of those. I, just, I have I was, no I idea how that was. I was asking myself. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. The F word. And uh, and I was like, I know. And then I just ranted about like, that those missed calls. And, and Ash was like, oh, I didn't see it, but that just sucks. It was very sweet of you. And then you gave me a speech. Uh, I want to get it right, but you said like, on the bright side, um, like nobody... What did you say? You said, but on the bright side, Pats never play better than when they got the world against them, which is like, oh, you're such a good it's friend. It's true, though. I turned to the who I was with, and I was like, what a good friend. <laughs> like, Ashley's really trying to give me a... Which is the opposite of what happened on the internet. Mm. Uh, I got... Markedly. ...yelled at by people for complaining about blown calls. Okay, let me just say. So the, ra- the uh, <laughs> Patriots lost to the Chiefs 23-16. Um, there was a play, I'm, you know me, I'm terrible at like remembering where we were in the game when it, I want to say it was in the fourth quarter where, uh, there was a, uh, a, a fumble that the Pats recovered and would have probably returned for a touchdown that the refs blew dead because they thought that it was an incomplete pass. It was clearly a fumble. You could see it. There was a ref right there. They went to the replay. They made the right call and gave the Pats the ball and said it was a fumble. But, like, you just have to live with the fact that because the refs blew the whistle, you probably lost out on a touchdown. So that's really frustrating. Then there was a uh, – I want to say then between that and the touchdown that they ruled the guy out that he was not out, um, I think there was a pass interference call that just got completely blown. But we've seen a billion of those. Mm-hmm. But then when we got a touchdown and they were like, no, he stepped out and we didn't – because uh, Belichick had challenged – a, uh, it was like a, he had, he did it smart. He had challenged a, a spot of the ball, which was the right call, but they still made the wrong call. Uh, he challenged that and a pass interference, I think, at the same time, and we, they, we lost the challenge. We had no challenges left. So there was nothing you could do. And right. you, they kept showing the replay and being like, well, he never stepped out. It was a touchdown, but nothing you can do. And it just made me so mad because it's like, to walk you through my dumb thought process, because when you're an angry sports fan, you're not being rational. But I'm like, this is so dumb that they limit the amount of challenges you can have, because it's basically saying the refs can't be wrong more than twice, which, yes, they can. And also, it was like, why wouldn't the refs have the ability to challenge? Why can't the refs be like, we should probably take a look at that? They didn't. And so that got called back. They ended up, that drive, they got a field goal. 
Well, they're supposed to call any score they're not sure about a score so that right. it is reviewed. And instead they didn't. And they did. They called it not a score so that scoring play, it wasn't a scoring play, which I'll get reviewed. It was just they kept making the, like you blew it dead without knowing. You're not supposed to do that. I remember that being a point of emphasis at the beginning of the season. They were telling refs, don't rush to blow the play dead. And then the other thing is like they called it not a touchdown, so then it wasn't automatically reviewed. And it was just like, yes, I get it. Patriots fans, nobody feels bad for us when we lose. But that's a different – if I were just like, man, we lost, when that's different. Getting those – that that grouping of blown calls when it was like – it had looked like the game was done anyway, and then it was this surge that was like, oh, my God, we might get it, like – That is so infuriating because you're like, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the fact that it's hard to score a touchdown in the NFL and they essentially scored two that then just got told that they didn't count. And that's not true. They counted like they should have counted one of them because they wouldn't have gotten both. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pats fans booing at halftime. That's different. (laughs) Yeah, that's a separate conversation. Like I'm I wouldn't have been one of those people. I always think it's weird when home supporting fans boo, unless like something egregious happens. But like the regression of Tom Brady because he's getting older or like the offense not being an explosive Patriots offense like we want them to be is like, okay, you can be frustrated. But what are we doing booing at halftime? I agree. I mean, losing that game, did that did that knock you guys out of playoff contention? No. No. Are you still... Ten and three. You're still ten. And- yes. So what, you're the the second seed right now. Right? Yeah, but it's but it's different. It's like a, I think it's frustration with the game that you're watching. I don't think it's like oh my god, this is gonna blow it for us. It's not looking ahead. It's just like really we're gonna lose this game. It's it's kind of an acceptance of like what kind of hope do we have? The people we're gonna run up against in the playoffs are the teams we keep losing to. Like that's what's frustrating. To I think Patriots fans. I'm not defending them. I think booing is absolutely stupid. One, booing is stupid, and I can say that as a Philadelphia fan. Two, booing the Patriots at halftime with the history of second half <laughs> comebacks yeah. and adjustments that your team has made is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Why are you yelling at me? I didn't because do it. I know, but I get like people. Whenever anyone in Philadelphia does one dumb thing. Like everyone's like Philadelphia everyone, fans throw snowballs always. at Santa. It's like the horse poop thing. I don't want to say you in particular, but you in particular have brought it up like thirty times. Because somebody ate a horse's poop. I know, but after it's like, a win, somebody celebrated <laughs> a win by being like, "I'm gonna eat that horse poop," and that is look. That's literally what this podcast was made to discuss. There is not a more this podcast story than a, a man celebrating a win by ingesting uh. horse droppings from the streets of the streets of philadelphia that is made for us uh i didn't say all eagles fans eat poop i know but like other people do yeah it's just like i love passionate football fans i hate dumb fans yeah like fans who are everybody were smarter incorrect well i did say i know just you know i know like (laughs) if you're gonna get passionate and argue make sure it's about the right thing yeah and that is the wrong time to boo but that's why my argument on the internet which god what a futile exercise uh was that like i'm mad about the right i'm mad about the refs blowing a call i'm like i'm commiserating with the saints fans out there that i'm that are like ah they keep screwing us with these calls like when it happens to you, regardless of where your team's at, it's like, come on, guys. It's hard enough to play football. They're, you're going to make it so that a clear, actual thing isn't a thing because you missed it? That's your job to not miss it. 
I don't even think you needed to clarify that. You could just be mad that they were losing. Like I, people are always like, oh, entitled Patriots fans. And I thought you had a good point. It was like, yeah, I'm going to be – I like football. I don't want my team to lose. Yeah. I'm not going to just gonna be like, like, oh, like you're so cavalier with wins. You can just throw this one away like well, it I doesn't had, mean anything. I had like, some Patriots fans respond to that tweet in which I basically said what Ashley just said. They were like, yeah, no, I'll admit it. It means a lot less to me now. And I'm like, what? That's weird. Don't – why are you watching? Like I don't, it, I don't feel that way. There's also the like expectation versus reality. That's where – that's where um, how you feel – comes from it comes from expectation so if you're expecting your team to be this amazing great awesome team and they go 10 and 3 you're like that's disappointing you know what i mean if we were expecting no, <laughs> no but if you were expecting your team yeah. to to you know like be not to have a worse record mm-hmm. then you're not as disappointed you're like well they did it's exceeding expectations is when people get really happy and like falling short of them is when people get disappointed it doesn't it's not about like oh you still are better than all these other teams like yeah but we expected this. Mm-hmm. And it's like grappling with the idea that like, oh, God, this could be the beginning of the end of a thing that we've enjoyed for a long time. Sure, that makes us sound like, oh, my God, I've had so much and now I don't have anything. But it's still like that's still pe- fans psychology still is interesting. That's a different that's still a thing you have to go through mm-hmm. when you've been good for a long time and you're not anymore. Yeah. First world problems are still problems. Exactly. That's, that's my, that's what I'm, make a t-shirt. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, no, people were just like, we don't feel bad for Pats fans. And then one guy made some really creepy, okay, we don't have to talk about it. Uh, and to think the Chiefs almost had to forfeit that game. Yep. Because they didn't have, they almost didn't have their equipment. So I, I saw that story late because I wasn't really doing the internet yesterday. Um, and now I know why I wasn't and I should have continued to not. <laughs> but like what? So they just shipped him to the wrong place? No, they shipped him. The plane went to uh, Boston, but they didn't unload it all. So that like 35 players, their stuff went from Boston, like stayed on the plane, went to Newark. So it was oh, in God. Jersey. And so they got there and they realized a couple hours in advance. And the NFL was like, yeah, if you don't have your equipment, you have to forfeit. God. And so Schefter like tweeted it out like they're trying frantically to get all the uniforms to back to Boston before game time. And I, if I were a Patriots fan, I'd be like, organize a blockade yeah, of that street. Can you imagine what this no, week in sports, fans, yeah, what this yeah. week in sports media would have been like if that had happened? <laughs> and they're like, other team they fun. were like, the Patriots paid somebody who works for whatever the airline is. Cause why else wouldn't you want, there would have been, I bet you there would have been an investigation into why that stuff didn't make it off the plane. There were like tweets that were clarifying that were like, the Patriots are not involved. <laughs> yeah, it's like the fact that you have to say that. When that thing happened in the Ravens game this week, when the, um, the uh, play, play, the sheet, play, sheet, the play sheet blew around the field because of the wind yeah. and, uh, uh, a player on the Bills like picked it up and jokingly tried to read it. Uh, people were like, can, Mina tweeted, can you imagine if this happened at a Patriots game? And it was like, <laughs> no, I can't. Or yes, I can. Cause it's like, I know exactly what the controversy would have been. On my way in here, I saw there's something about taping the Bengals. I don't know what it was, and I didn't have time to investigate, but it looks like they were talking on NFL Live about the Patriots maybe filming the Bengals. Which is like, they don't need to do that. It's like, what are you, talk- they, what are you talking about? They're going to win that game. They don't need to know. I don't understand, and I shouldn't have brought it up because I don't know any of the info, and by the time this comes out, people will be like, oh, that was a thing. But whatever. Let's talk about the Ravens game. Ravens yeah. won 24-17 against the Bills. Jay? Let's go. Did you get a Lamar jersey yet? So, that's funny that you should ask. So, about... Six weeks ago, I ordered a Lamar Jackson jersey, uh, and why only six weeks ago? Why? Why didn't you've always been a Lamar Jackson I, fan? I know I have. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, the, it was uh, 
just a particularly good Sunday. And uh, I think that was the game where he threw for five TDs. Mm. And uh, I threw like, for five? Yeah. In the he's air? Really, he's really With good his at arm? throwing. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if you guys knew this. Lamar Jackson is probably the best consummate quarterback that the NFL has ever seen. Yeah. And no, so, I'm just, so you, you're, you're saying you know that? I've always known that. You knew that six always, weeks ago. <laughs> you've always known that. I, I have always believed okay, that no, Lamar just, Jackson was I'll pull the tape. a prolific. I'll pull the tape. If oh. you weren't the person who pulls the tape, I would say pull the tape and play the audio. But Maybe now Travis can. Now I'm gonna have to fucking do it. I, I don't know what you're talking about or referring to. Of course to, but not. I've always been a fan of Lamar right. Jackson. Right. So you tried to order since. this jersey six weeks ago. Where is it? Uh, so I got an email yesterday, and I was like, I'm, I. So I went on the like online chat because it had been like four weeks, and I was like, where the hell is my jersey? I, last and, time I went on, was it from the official NFL shop? Uh, no, it was from Fanatics. The last time I did that, the guy who was uh, chatting with me was named Fidel. And I was like, this feels like I don't <laughs> no, want nope, I don't want it. You're not going to help me. <laughs> so and that just, person and was I, like. I thought through it and was like, who names their kid Fidel? Nah, it's whatever. Go ahead, Jay. So like the original ship date was supposed to be like November something. So I was like, it's December now. Where is my jersey? And she's like, actually, now it's going to ship out on December 13th. And arrived by December twenty fourth, and I was like, "That does not help me." Closer to Christmas, that's then they're just going to push that back again. I was like, "No, it needs to come sooner." And I lied and was like, "It's for a present, and it's already very late." And she was like, "Okay, I'll get you expedited shipping for free, so it'll arrive on December fifteenth." And I was like, "Fine." And then yesterday, are still problems. (laughs) I got an email from Fanatics with no context that was like, "Your order has now been canceled. It will be refunded to your account." Do you think they heard the podcast? Or yeah, actually, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking question. about. I was gonna say, do you think they were like this guy was like demanding, and I told him he could have what he wanted? Cancel his order. That guy sucks. <laughs> but Ashley's probably right. They listened to the podcast because you know we won that awards, I'm a gigantic and they're like Jackson this guy. Wow, I, the history of they, time. They clicked exactly on the episode in which you said that Lamar Jackson famously can't throw the ball. I never said that. And then they were like, uh, I don't know what you're referring. They were to. like this guy. Okay, Ashley and I, we should fess up. We called them, and we were like, do not send that man a jersey. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. So anyway, I am so the, out of Lamar Jackson jersey. Yeah, because you got kicked off the bandwagon. That's yeah. what happened. There's no this, that's no a, new that, friends that for Lamar Jackson. False. He's like, I don't want him. Lamar I only want the true ones. I want my, my day one ride or die. I'm a day one ride or die. That is not always true. have been, always will be. Okay. Day one, so ride this, or die. The, Big trust. Uh, for fans of Lamar Jackson, not including Jay, uh, who famously isn't, uh, he trolled, he had an, a very, an incredible troll this weekend. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, the 49ers radio analyst Tim Ryan was suspended this week after saying, I'm going to read the exact quote because people keep paraphrasing it and then they're like, you're misquoting him. So let's read it. He said about Lamar Jackson, quote, he's really good at that fake, but when you consider his dark skin color with a dark football with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing, meaning the ball. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the mesh point. So he's basically saying that uh, because Lamar Jackson's dark skin blends with the ball, that's why he's good at faking people out with where the ball is. Um Worth noting, I guess, if you were trying to go by logic, that there are many dark-skinned uh, quarterbacks and players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, also that there's many white-skinned baseball pitchers, and that doesn't help them in any way. Uh, <laughs> it just was a weird take, and I, I, I guess if you had to make an excuse for the guy, it's you're grasping at straws because Lamar is just so good mm-hmm. that you're like, what could it possibly be? It's got to be something, and then you're like, maybe it's this. Uh, in general, maybe it's because of where we are as a society now. I'm like, that is dumb. That was a dumb thing to say, a dumb thing to say on the radio. I don't think we got to dwell on it for that long. Like, he's in trouble at work. 
we'll all move on from it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like, cancel, drag him. I think the guy was like, I have looked at if it's this, it's not that. I've looked at if it's this. I'm trying to crack the case on Lamar Jackson. And then he just said the dumbest possible, not cool uh, idea. Point is, this weekend, Lamar Jackson against the Bills wore a white sleeve and a white glove. <laughs> not for the entire game, but for some of it. For long enough. And it was just chef's kiss. It's because he didn't say anything. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Which I love. Like, let's not back oh. Lamar Jackson into a corner and be like, how did you feel about the thing the guy said about you? I feel like I shouldn't have to answer this question. Yeah. That's how I feel. I didn't ask for this. He said it. Let him deal with his life. I got football to focus on. Like, I, I got hate white gloves. Like, I got to go buy. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I just it just seemed like such a smart little wink. Uh, Leb, I was listening to Lebetard this morning and he did bring up a good point that he was like, look, don't, maybe don't, uh, do that against a tough Bills defense. <laughs> because then the people that you're trying to be like, see, it has nothing to do with my skin color. If you do poorly in that game, they're going to be like, see, it does. And then all of a sudden it lends like credence to this argument that we're all saying is stupid. Either way, I think just on its surface, it's a beautiful troll. Agreed. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was waiting for famous Lamar Jackson hater to chime in there, but he said nothing. The best of all time. I was just sitting here admiring what you were saying because I'm so proud of him and I love him so much. Yeah, sure. So maybe, maybe I hope he hears this, Jay. Listen, if he hears it, he knows. I've been, I've been here for him forever, and he's my guy, and I love him so much, and the rest of the team too. Ravens, we are so great. Monday Night Football. uh, Did you say we? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh my God. That's my team. That makes me sick. It does make me it's to give this man a platform to say we. Do you know? Has always been years ago. What my mom was like. I need to get into the NFL, and she didn't want to root for the Eagles. I guess because she doesn't love me. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Here, I'm going to get a team for you. You love bright colors. You love lime green. Your favorite number is three. You love crazy young fun coaches. I think you should root for like Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, and the Seahawks. Mm. And so she just arbitrarily was like, yes, and. That's the year they won the Super Bowl. That's awesome. And I feel like this year with Jay, he's yeah, like, I don't have an NFL team. We're like, you know what? You should have to root for the Ravens. It's the same you thing. Hate and now they're great. Yeah. And this is going to come back and bite us in the ass. I know. We did this. We created this I monster. I know. We created this monster on a podcast with my name on it. And every time his teams beat my team, I have to be like, Jay, what did you think about that? <laughs> Knowing full well that it's not fair. Uh, Eagles Giants tonight. Ashley, uh, you had an interesting take. Eli is playing in this game. Uh, He has not played in a game since, wish I wrote that down, a while. Hasn't been here for a while. Um, Oh yeah, that's right. It hasn't been that long, but it's been you know, it was momentous. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's playing because I think Daniel Jones is in a walking boot, right? Yeah, high ankle sprain. So, so interesting stat. Eli currently stands his record is 116 and 116. Yeah. I think he's going to come out on Monday Night Football and beat the Eagles. You think the Giants win tonight? I think the Giants, who are 2-10 and 10 and on like an eight-game losing streak, I think they're <laughs> going to come out and they're going to stomp the Eagles because Eli has nothing to lose. His entire like legacy is on the line. That, that's, those are two opposite those are, statements. Like, <laughs> like he's, everything to lose. He's, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's a great point because he's in his the last year of his contract. So like, yeah. he's got to prove he's he still has it. He's, right now he's trying out tonight on primetime. And we haven't seen a lot of like anger from him but yeah. if you've been sitting there for weeks just being like i should be starting i should be starting i should be starting you get a chance has, to come out and like he has ball the, out that's such an eli thing to do he has the dead bodies in his closet type of anger energy mm. the like he's not he doesn't look mad but he might be going home and like you know 
uh, murdering people. I'm not going to say he's murdering people people because I'm not going to slander him, but it does Mm -hmm. feel like he's got like a, he could be really mad. He also might not care. Who knows? Point is what you're saying. Prime time. He's got the stage and you think he's going to come out and stomp the Eagles. Yeah. I do. Look, if anybody knows that Eli can step up in situations in which he shouldn't, uh, it's me, the Patriots fan. So, uh, I buy that. Plus, Golden Tate's back tonight. Mm. Which, I love him so much, I wish he wasn't back against Eagles, but he is. Mm. So, we'll see. Evan Ingram's out, though. If any, Well, no one will listen to this before the game, so it doesn't matter for your doesn't fantasy doesn't matter teams. at all, yeah, no. I don't think if they were waiting till now to make fantasy team decisions, I don't think they made it to the playoffs. So. <laughs> um, should we talk about the 49ers Saints game? That was, yeah, it was such a good game. It was nuts. It was like nonstop intense. Like I cared so much and I don't care, you know, mm-hmm. um, but the Saints fans are are. This is what I found interesting. So there's there was a play that was a fake punt. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to remember the details. I don't want to mess this up. There was a fake punt, and they the so the Saints ran a fake 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 Saints <laughs> ran a fake punt, and uh, and the Forty ers If you're watching it as a pass play, like as a regular play, like a second down play, the whoever the Forty Nine we should have written this down. Whoever the Forty ers corner was or whatever was like getting handsy bear hug with the receiver like very like blatant pass interference the thing is it was not a second down play it was a punt that they ran a fake punt play on on a fake punt play you cannot call pass interference Mm -hmm. because you're the the person on the field for the 49ers thinks that they're guarding that guy like they think they're that they're blocked like that's their job so it's not like that guy's going to go downfield and be a receiver. So you've got to be able to put your hands on him. That right. would be completely unfair if you could call. Everybody would run a fake punt all the time. Right. Because you would be able to. So whatever. But Saints, Tar- just so you know, Tarvarius Moore. Was yeah. The, Saints the, fans were like, that's BS. We never get the calls. And it was like, that's a but that's a rule. They were all saying like, oh, it could be holding. That should have been holding at least. But you can't review holding. Well, the guys so who were calling like, the game it. didn't know that that was the rule. And so that was why it was like. People were reacting like that on Twitter. It was like the announcers in the booth were like, yeah, that looks like a pass interference to us. We don't know why Sean Payton's not throwing the challenge flag. And then like five minutes later, once we came back from the game break, they were like, well, that actually is the rule. And it was like, well, they oh, actually okay. they went to the um, to the rules analyst, which is never helpful. I've said that famously before. <laughs> I'm like, please don't bring in Gene Steratore. Please don't bring. And then they're like, we go now to Gene Steratore. And he's like, I think the refs are always right. Back to you guys. But this time he was like, yeah, that's actually the rule. There is no pass interference on the, so I think, I think those moments are kind of cool because NFL fans are like, oh, I learned a new thing. Yeah. But I think that one was, I learned a new thing and it makes perfect sense when you think through it, which never happens with the NFL. So it was nice to be like, that is correct. <laughs> Good job, NFL, for making rules that make sense. Uh, but man, you gotta do, you do gotta feel for Saints fans in terms of just like anything, even a questionable controversy regarding the refs. They just keep getting it. Well, you don't feel like I you do. feel bad for them at I, all. No, I she just, just this, looked off in the distance. I had this terrible like, thought cares? run through my head um, that was like, wow, maybe the NFL rulebook is like really way more complicated than we thought. Maybe we're not giving refs enough slack. And no. I was like, I probably shouldn't say that, especially yeah, today. Not today, Ash. To my stop. friend. So that's why I just stared at you blankly also, and blinked. Look, <laughs> I was like, why is she just looking at me like that? Also, the more, like when we, every, all these seasons that we've been having the argument about what's a catch, what's a catch, and they've been making amendments to the rule book, and the, the rule keeps getting longer, mm-hmm. that's not how you make it easier. Mm. Right. Nothing gets easier to understand or execute by adding to it. 
It's not like, and he has to make a football move, and it has to, they have to establish themselves as a runner, and it's gotta be three steps, and an elbow is an, is, counts as two hands. It's like, <laughs> none of that help, it's just, it should be like, the easiest rules to follow are short rules. And so yes, the NFL rulebook is long and more complicated than we give it credit for, but that's because it's not better. It mm. that doesn't make it more effective. A rule book should be like, think of the rules you remember off the top of your head, like the golden rule, like it's a sentence. If it were like, treat others as you want to be treated, unless you're in a situation in which that person has been aggressive to you first, and then <laughs> analyze, was the aggression from a place of of acting out, or was it just to be purely malicious? And then you've got it. That's not how the rule works. It's just treat others as you want to be treated. Are there exceptions? Sometimes, but you figure it out as you go, because you know how it works. The same way with that, what is a catch thing is like, uh, the definite, like the Supreme Court case about what is porn, and they were like, you know it when you see it. That's what the ruling was. was like, you just know it when you see it. Like, what's a catch? I'll know when I see it. I'll tell you when I see one. Instead of being like, slow that down to the eighth frame and let me see if the ball is moving <laughs> on his way down. And that was not about porn that I was, that right, part right, was yeah. about the eighth, frame, down, yeah. the eighth frame of the football play. Right, yep. mm-hmm. But his ball in the other one did move. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew Moving it when I saw it. We have a- Today's podcast also brought to you great, great, great. Uh, by Dollar Shave Club. Once again, we are going to do a little gamesy poo. Oh, Ashley, wow. why don't you hand me that piece of paper you have there okay. that has the, oh yeah. God, I haven't done that in a long time. Well, I feel like you're giving away free clues. Okay. Uh, free clues. Here we go. Oh God. When I talk about Dollar Shave Club, <laughs> I can't stress enough the quality of their products. Can I get Number two, please. With sweet and sour sauce. They've spent years developing, crafting, refining everything. So silly. They have everything I use to look, feel, and smell my best. And those burgers smell good. Can I also get, um, not, I don't want a lot of, just one single burger, no onions? (laughs) Precious. You name it, they have it, and I use it. I've been a Dollar Shave Club member for years. I love to use their shower products, like uh, there's a body gel that I like, and I when I take the 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 stuff the hairs off of my face. I'm just trying to picture them. Uh, th- when I shave my face, which I definitely do, I use all their scrub. There's a pre-shave scrub that gets the, all the dead skin. I dropped my pen! It gets all the dead skin off of my face. That's definitely skin. I don't. Is it skin? Okay, I uh, love it. And as amazing as their shave stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. Dollar Shave Club has you covered head to toe. They have everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and yes. Even wipe your butt. <laughs> and Dollar Shave Club. Oh, and also a, a Sierra Mist, if you could. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's Coke products. Okay, uh, I'll, then I'll do a, uh, well, I don't like Sprite. I'll do, um, a, do you have ice, an unsweetened iced tea? <laughs> that would be great. Thanks. Medium is fine. Uh, they have it, uh, they keep you, Dolce Club can keep you automatically stocked up on the, I said unsweetened. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, on the products you use, is it the first window or the second? <laughs> Go right up to the second. It is very late. Okay. Uh, you get whatever you need whenever you need it, whether that's once a month or a few times a year. I'm bailing on this. <laughs> I never have to waste time at a store wondering wh- if what I'm getting is any good. As a Dollar Shave Club member, I know what I'm getting is the highest quality. <laughs> How much? Uh, 1532. Okay, give me one second. I've got a lot of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I have coins. <laughs> Count that. See if that's good. Uh, and while I have you, right now you can put the quality of... Do- I'm bailed on it. It's gone. I'm not in my throat enough. The quality of dollar... There it is. Of Dollar Shave Club's products to the top. That's so good. Much better. Their ultimate shave starter set has basically everything you do. For the that's like almost meat That's... Oh, yeah, it is. That's fine. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Oh, <laughs> Who's to yeah. say? Who Executive razor, shave butter, prep scrub. That's what I was talking about before. And her shave too. The best part is you can try for just five dollars. How much did you say it was? Fifteen thirty. It's a lot of money for the few things I ordered. That's a lot of money for the things I order. After that, the Rustock box ships regular-sized products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash Nolan. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Nolan. Wee, Jay, what is it? Uh, that last two sentences was Katie Nolan doing an ad read Thanks, in the podcast Great. studio. Awesome. The first several paragraphs were Gollum. Ordering at a drive-thru. That Yay! Is that is correct. This is fun. I should be listening to these before I do them, because I can't remember for the life of me if this is what Gollum sounds like or if this is what Gollum sounds like. And just do a meat wad just for the record. It is a record. little bit meat. Uh, meat wad is, I think meat wad talks like this. <laughs> it's it's the best meat wad. It's in the same part of your throat, but you talk a little bit differently. Now, meat wad. I really, kind of I really love your meatball. Uh, yeah. You know what? That's I've <laughs> God, I've recently learned my impressions ain't sh- But we're going to do them anyway. We're going to do them anyway. Um okay, NBA headlines and it's really just the one, but there's two. <laughs> it's Lizzo. We're going to talk about Lizzo at the Lakers Timberwolves game. Now, Lizzo, recording artist very hot right now. If you don't know who she is, she's in all of the commercials. <laughs> Every commercial is set to a Lizzo song. Um, so the first thing we need to talk about in this game, there were two major things. The first one, we'll start easy, er, than the other, um, is the interview that she gave on the sideline. Jay, you have sound? I do. Let's play it. Uh, I know you live in L.A. now. You spent some time in Minnesota. Who are you cheering for tonight in this basketball game? Let me tell you something. Both teams are great. I'm personally cheering for number 32. <laughs> Carl Anthony Town? Mm-hmm. That's your guy? That's my baby. Okay. You know him? Nope. <laughs> Not yet. 
New man on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, okay, so, um, I felt like that meant that she had a crush on Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. and like has for a while until somebody pointed out to me, I don't think she even knew him before <laughs> the game. Not like do when the question was, do you know him? She said no. Do, I don't think she knew of him because if you'll notice, she just says number 32. She does not mention his name. Uh, I think it's possible she went to that game and just was like, that one's a snack. <laughs> it's a snack I would like to partake in. And just is into him. She's Do you buy here. that? Yeah, that makes so much sense now upon reflection. I thought she, like, for a second I thought she went to the game just to watch him. Right, like a, like a Drake-Rihanna kind of situation. But not, I mean, not Drake-Rihanna. Uh, uh, Joel Embiid-Rihanna situation, weird thing. Except it was would have been the other way around. So it doesn't really make any sense. But like when Joel Embiid was talking about Rihanna, yeah. But it's like this is this feels like she didn't go there with the purpose of hitting on Carl Anthony Towns. She just found love in a hopeless place. Wow. <laughs> at a Timberwolves Lakers game. Wow, that's beautiful. So then uh, the Timberwolves tweeted out that video, and Lizzo retweeted it with the drooling emoji. <laughs> <laughs> She is she is shooting her shot as they I appreciate say. <laughs> I appreciate the like yeah it's thirsty. I'm leaning into the thirst. Yeah. I want to be with this man. Good for her. I respect that. I if they wow, if they fall in love, mm. what a, what an origin story, yeah. you know. What like so mom, dad, how'd you meet? Like, well, mom uh went horny on Maine. Uh, <laughs> told the world that she had no idea who I was, but that I was her baby. And then sparks flew. You know what's funny? I saw I I don't can't remember if you and I talked about this, but when Alex Rodriguez versed came into the league was like an up and coming guy they asked him like if he could go on a date with anyone who would it be and he's like, Jennifer Lopez and now they're married so also you know though that's a hack answer that wasn't a guy putting thought into an answer that was a guy that was like who's the hottest person right now J-Lo so I love you're right I love it I love love but it also seems like you think that's the purest and truest love I think J-Lo it is now seems like you're being really smart and not that nice right now me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, this is what smart and not nice feels like, Ashley. Get used to the, the reality that you chose. I think. The this smart is... take on that is that he just named the hottest woman. And now they're married. And she looks exactly the same. She does! Are they married? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're married. Oh, I thought they were just engaged. Oh. I think they got married. Let's... You both confidently said yes. But it's that's fine. You're probably right. I really don't keep up with it. Did you watch her on SNL this week? I saw the um, the P clip. The pee? The, like, bed pee. That was the only a little bit funny thing I saw. Oh, no! It was, uh, it was, it was a tough week for SNL. Oh, no! It was rough. Uh, yeah, it was rough. Was Will Ferrell this week? No, J-Lo this week. Two weeks ago, that yeah. was pretty, there were some funny ones in that. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can stop looking it up. Yeah. Um, also, he made a lot of stops along the way. Derek Jeter. I mean, A-Rod. Did I say Jeter before as well? My brain just did blanked. Say Derek Jeter I meant A Rod. I was just thinking about Derek Jeter because yeah. he slept with a lot of people. Yeah, give best sure and such. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Anyway, anyway, Lizzo. Back to Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> My brain Sorry, was trying go to go through his list. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so anyway, that's not all that Lizzo did. Um, she also wore an outfit that, funny enough, most people, if they had just been watching the game and saw like the shots of her sitting in her chair, looked like a black T-shirt dress. Mm-hmm. There were people in this office today when we were trying to debate about what she wore. 
Some people were like, what do you mean? It was just a black dress. What's the problem? And it was like, oh, you didn't see the clip. And that clip is that uh, the Laker girl, the Laker girls, Laker girl. the Laker girls, uh, shout out to all fancy everything, um, started to do their dancing. That's how you say that. Yep. Um, they danced to <laughs> Juice, a song by Lizzo. Um, and Lizzo got up and twerked to it. Yep. And when she turned around to do the twerking, you saw that the back of her black T-shirt dress just had a big old circle cut out of it haphazardly that would allow you to see that uh, she had on fishnet stockings and a black thong. And then you saw her whole ass. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. She just saw her whole ass and yep. she twerked with it. Yep. And then ever since then, the Internet has been discussing, you know, there you said there were three different three major reactions to the clip, mm-hmm. as there always is on Twitter. <laughs> there was body positive reaction, which is like, good for you. Do your thing. Love your body. Live your life. There was um the part, the middle body group. shaming. Yeah. Body shaming, which was just like, you're gross. I don't want to see that. Don't show me that. And then there was the like, I love you. I love empowerment. But like you're at a basketball game. There's kids around. Don't maybe do that here. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a, a number of questions or concerns raised by this. Yes. What's your first one? Well, the first one is yours, and so I want you to go ahead and take that okay. one. Okay. My biggest issue with this is like that is a she is at a, a sports arena mm-hmm. and has her bare butt cheeks and frontal lady parts on a seat. Well, a thong isn't. It is very. I don't think it's a front covered. thong. I don't think it's a front it thong. Is, there is not a lot of separation. <laughs> Do they make a double thong that's just front <laughs> and back thong? Gone, it's gone. a banana hammock for late. A no, banana no, no. hammock. No, a, ban- a banana hammock also has more fabric on the front than the back. I'm thinking just a straight up, th- like a G string, but without the front. Without the G? Just like a straight up, <laughs> like a it's just a, a piece of floss. Yeah. But like literally, well, that would be, purpose. God, I shouldn't even speak that into existence because now a man somewhere is going to be like, this is the underwear women have to wear. They'll be so uncomfortable. Sorry, keep going. So she put her she, bare butt. All of her bare parts were on like a really gross public seat. Mm. Like that's gross for her and gross for the public seat. It's like uh it's like at the gym. Like, did you wipe down that equipment after you used yes! it? Yes. Did you wipe down that equipment before you used it? Uh, ugh, I don't think she wiped it down before. And like, does someone have to wipe it down after? If not, yeah. who's sitting on it afterwards? Well, you don't know. What do you think? She's just out here ripping farts into the seats at the think arena. That matters. What's getting on the? Are your is your butt juicing? I'm confused. <laughs> her song is literally called Juice. Yeah. So let me walk you through what that means. It's not about. Blame it. Blame it on my juice is not like blame it on my <laughs> leaky rectum. <laughs> You're the one who said she's not out here just like. No, okay, there's all kinds of there's air that passes through. There's all kinds of like when we sweat just as a person. Yeah, like sweat is gross. I don't want to sit in someone else's sweat. It's hot yeah. in there. You're right by the players. You're to right by fair. the bench. There's a lot of warmth. To be like, fair, butt sweat a lot grosser yeah. than like arm sweat. But butt sweat a lot less likely to happen when you've cut the back out of your dress and you're achieving a breeze. There's no breeze if your butt is on one of those sticky plastic seats. Well, she was she stood up a bunch. She did, and so she would like. God, I bet there were like those little circle like. Oh smears. yeah, yeah. Like when you get out of a cab in the middle of the summer and you had shorts <laughs> on and your legs have sweat to the seat. Oh my seat, god, it's so. And you have to like sticky. look down and decide if you're gonna wipe the seat for the next person. Oh yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. So I, outside of, I'll get to my question about her outfit in one second. But okay. I would like to throw out there to the group, dance in your own song. That's mm. a weird look, huh? It takes a special kind of confidence to be like, this is my song. I'm gonna dance to it, uh, because you you would 
you could also the other move is like to be embarrassed or like, oh boy, that's my song. Hi, or like you wave and you smile and you're grateful that they're dancing to it, but you're not like, yeah, let's go because the jumbotron was cutting away from the Laker girls to for, from the Laker girls to <laughs> show Lizzo. And if I were a Laker girl, oh, if I were a Laker girl, <laughs> I, just, I think if if there's just one, if it's singular, you don't have to do the creepy voice. Okay, but if fair. I were a Laker girl, I think I'd be like, excuse me, we practice this routine. It's literally the only time we get to be the center of attention. Stop cutting away to Lizzo. Mm. Cutting away, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I made a song that slapped that hard, I would yeah. dance to it all the time. I think so, too. I'm trying to think of, I feel like this happened with Megan Trainer. Like, they cut away to her, and she was just like, hi, hi that's my song. Uh, but if you were to ask me in life, do I want to be the Lizzo or the Megan Trainer, and I had to choose, I'd choose Lizzo. Yeah, I want to be the Lizzo of my world. I think that's like the appropriate level of like loving yourself that people would have been okay with just her dancing to her own song. I yeah, think, like the the butt. when she turned around and you heard the the, the crowd, stadium. the crowd was like, "Whoa!" As soon as she turned around, it was like, "I did it real Because again, we're saying t-shirt dress. It wasn't a tight bodycon dress. No. It was a big. It looked like a big black t-shirt. Yeah. with like boots and a and fishnets. But then when she turned around, it was like, and that's what's you said something so great earlier about from Mean Girls when she like tr- they try to prank what's her name. It looked like when they cut the boobs out of Regina George's shirt and then she just like wore it around the the school, <laughs> but it was her butt. It was like her butt instead. They just cut the butt out. Yeah, and her butt was just out. So here's my here's my very specific question that if you want to go back and analyze the video, I'm open to hearing some answers. I think I'm just trying to think of the right way to ask whatever. I think it looks like her thong is outside of her tights. I, I think it looks like she's wearing fishnets, like if she were getting dressed, fishnets on, then thong. Because if you've got a big booty, you know that the thong part of the thong, like the middle part, the string gets lost <laughs> between the cheeks. That's like a real mind the gap situation. It falls right in there <laughs> and you can't find it. But with her, you could see full cheek, full thong, mm-hmm. like the full, like all of it. Right. And then cheek. And it was like, that is resting. If, now, if you were to put tights on and then a thong on, it would, it wouldn't drop in the gap because it would be resting on the, I don't have to walk you through it. But it <laughs> looked like you could, I felt like I saw too much of the thong for it to have been on like a thong. I think I mean and we that really thunk, 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 thunk. we really zoomed in on that, on that video I to did. check and I think you're right. I don't know, but it's a weird choice. Well, there's it is one of a number of, of weird, weird choices. choices. <laughs> well, then somebody pointed out, you know those tights that have the line down the back of your leg? Yes. Somebody was like maybe it's a, the thong is part of the tights. I don't know if I'm that if I'm going to go that far. Oh, that's interesting. Like they're just Oh, and my mom always yells at me for saying tights. I'm supposed to say stockings. Sorry, did stockings. You, did, Does your mom listen to the podcast cuz she has bailed by now? Gosh, I don't think so. But when in I general, said mind the gap, I think she went on to the next she's listening to NPR now. That's a good but, Okay, so even if that's the if, if that's the case, so then she's not wearing any Underwear or well, the stockings are mm-hmm. the underwear? Well, a lot of stockings, because we may have many male listeners, uh, do come with a little bit of a underpant in them, in a way. God, I hate it. Um, so I don't know. I have no idea. I just wanted to say that it seemed pretty clear to me that if you've got a big booty, it's going to envelop a thong. And hers mm-hmm. didn't seem to, which I found to be strange. That's all. Okay. Uh, I don't know how I feel. I think... 
that that's how she dresses. I think when people are like, why is your butt out at a basketball game? It's like, because her butt out is, her butt's probably out at the grocery store. Like, mm. she wore her Met Gala dress to the airport. Like, she is unapologetically Lizzo all the time. Yeah. We don't really get to be like, don't be Lizzo here. It's like, yeah, if Lizzo's coming, you know, she might be pulling her butt out. Um, it, I think you could make the argument, like, don't do that there. But I also think, like, when you invite Lady Gaga to something, you're not, like, if Lady Gaga's coming, you're like, God, we should prepare for anything. This could be anything. Mm. Maybe that's old school Lady Gaga. She's kind of calmed down yeah, she's now. she's calmed down a bit. Ever since she made out Bradley Cooper. That's her Yoko <laughs> Ono or something like that. I think when we were talking about it earlier, a couple of the women in our office were like, you need you need a friend to tell you that's not a good idea. Yeah, but I said I think she has it. I think she's probably got a friend who was like, Lizzo, let's not do that. And she was like, oh, really? And then I bet she cut the hole bigger. She seems like the kind of <laughs> person who when like their friends say no, she's like... Thank you for your honest opinion, but I'm not going to listen to it. I think I, my one of my concerns, obviously, my biggest one is the sanitary one. But my second one is like it wasn't like cute. It was like more just for the statement than for like the actual. Oh, that's a cute. It did. It, it did almost that's seem controversial. It did almost seem like she wore the t-shirt dress, and then someone was like. Uh, I'm just thinking of a perfectly elaborate situation in which we end up with what we got. She's walking down the, like, by where the concessions are, and someone's like, uh, oh, she overheard someone say, Lizzo looks so dumb in that dress. Like, it's so baggy, I can't even see her ass. And then she, like, leaned over the counter and was like, can I get those scissors? <laughs> and it was like, I'll show him. And just, like, it felt like it was a rushed choice to do something. It's like, you could have done it so many different ways. You're right, also- it does feel weirdly... There are those Haphazard. questionable like strings, like the tassels. Yeah, there was a like weird tassel, and you also pointed out there's a hole there in the right hole. ass cheek. There's a lot to unpack. There is. There's a lot, and it's you know. Shout out to Lizzo though. She did it. She did the damn thing. She did it. And uh, and she's like number one trending on Twitter right now. So she doesn't need more people to tell her. She's got plenty of. Uh, she needs more in- opinions. I don't think she does. There's plenty out there. <laughs> um, the only one she cares about is Carl Anthony Downs. That's right. And let's see, let's, fingers crossed, because I don't think the Rihanna, the Rihanna Joel Embiid thing worked out. It did not. I remember after the All-Star game, I think he did an interview where they were like, you know, you used to, I think it was Kristen Ledlow. She's like, you famously hit on somebody before. Like, do you have any words to say now? And he's like, she didn't want me then. I don't want her now. (laughs) Then I think a couple months later, he's like, okay, but I do, if you are interested, just let me know. (laughs) He tried hard to get and didn't work. Uh, now to actual sports. Womp, womp. Um, college football playoff is set. Wow, she couldn't sound like you care less. The it's one, two, three, four is LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. So it's LSU versus Oklahoma and Ohio State versus Clemson are your matchups. Here's the thing, a thing I believe we've said before. This podcast, unfortunately for you all, lacks a big, passionate college football fan. Uh my school got rid of their football team after I believe my freshman year. Ashley, you're you went to an Ivy League. An Ivy League school. Yeah. So, we're so like- it's got league in the name, but it's not sports related. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the League of Nations. It's uh, yeah, it's like the. It's like let's use a sports word. <laughs> Mathletes. <laughs> Listen, before there were so many colleges, we were very good. okay. That's enough from you. And so they don't cool. have a. Well, they do have a team. They're yeah, just not good. I think they're like one double. And Jay the Violets. Yeah, that's a badass flower right there. Yeah, the we Violets. Don't, we don't play football. They don't have a football team. They do fencing. I, I went you. to Ohio State. Okay, Travis, oh. Here, what have we told you before about just ch- people get very scared when you start talking <laughs> on the podcast without anybody asking. I get a lot of DMs that are like, look, I want to like Travis if I'm supposed to, but I didn't know he existed. And then he started talking. Who is that man? I have actual comments on my Instagram that are like, 
Who's Travis? When are we getting some answers? So I appreciate that you're an Ohio State fan. I actually don't at all, but uh, good for you. Here's the thing: we you don't have a, but you. What does that matter? You should root for him then, since I'm. Why would I root for Ohio State? Give me one good reason. Because Justin Fields. Okay. Well, I will counter that with, and I know he's not there anymore, but Urban Meyer. I didn't like him. Not great. Not there anymore, though. Yeah, sure, but he was there for a while. And so I just, Ohio State fans don't like me, so I don't like Ohio State. That's fair. (laughs) Thank you. It's uh, where I stand with Baylor. It's where I stand with uh, (laughs) Penn State fans. Don't I can root for Penn State sometimes, but their fans don't like me. Uh, There was a Notre Dame thing for a minute. So normally that's just how I rule out teams. Um, but tra- that, so everybody knows Travis is an Ohio State fan. So that's covered. But I think of the remaining ones, uh, we should all pick a team so that we're not, so that we have like a rooting interest for the playoffs. Okay. And I'm going to go first. Oh. I'm not picking LSU because they're number one. Mm-hmm. I'm picking LSU because I joked with Marcus Spears one time that I was, I said roll tide when they were playing Alabama and he got genuinely upset like genuine upset with me and it hurt my feelings and then I told him that I was going to switch and I said go Tigers and he was like you better hope we win and then they did and we made up and now we're best friends and I can't lose him again so I'm going to take again not because they're number one because of my best friend Marcus Spears I'm going to take number one LSU okay so and here's the thing you might be like you don't know anything and sure maybe you're right but let me just say that LSU just like crushed number four Georgia. Well, then number four Georgia in the SEC championship. Like they looked fantastic. Great storyline in Ed Orgeron, head coach, who talks like this. He's a Louisiana native. Was he's that just, he just sounds like a, we're not guessing right now. Guess at the end. Sorry. We're, excuse me. we're not, a, sorry. Go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> we're, uh, he's, uh, he's like a bayou boy. He sounds like if a crawfish could talk, like that's him, like an anim, animated, he could be great in like a Disney movie about Louisiana. Mm. He'd be great at that. He's perfect. What a story. Quarterback, your eyes are asking me? Yeah. Joe Burrow, what a guy. And you know what we're overlooking, us college football fans who watch college football every week? What we're not paying enough attention to is his value in the run game. He can really rush that, Joe Burrow. He's a great runner, rushing quarter. And then so another (laughs) thing that I think is great for LSU, a team I've always been a fan of, is that new offense. You know, they overhauled their offense. They did. Uh, they, yeah, they brought in um, from the previous seasons. They It's different than it was before. And I, I would know that because I watched previous seasons of LSU football. And then also this season, I've watched a lot of it. Oh, and you're so doing they, a J. I got they it. They overhauled it. the offense. <laughs> they brought in the Saints assistant. He used to be a Saints assistant, this young guy, Joe Brady. They brought him in and he implemented that spread offense that we all know now is the number one in the nation in yards per game. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and also, let's also, let's not forget, as people often do, about LSU's five-star secondary. Okay? They've got that true freshman Derek Stingley, who uh, leads the SEC with uh, six interceptions. Just off the top of my head, I'm remembering this stat. (laughs) And then then they also have Christian Fulton, another cornerback, um, who's very good. All I wrote was his name, so I forget. And then, (laughs) and then they've got those safeties. I mean, you know the safeties, but just for those who don't, Grant Delpit, 
Del Pitt, Grant, Grant Del Pitt, and, <laughs> and Jacoby Stevens with the C capitalized. You notice that when you listen to the broadcast. I'm like, yep. that's a guy with a J, a, a big J, a small A, a big C, and then a small OB. So that's Jacoby <laughs> uh, Stevens. And so I, I've always said since the beginning of the season, LSU has everything they need to take down Oklahoma, who's the number four team that they're up against, who sucks. Ashley, who are you going to root for? Well, I mean, we all know that I'm gonna I'm gonna root for Clemson. I mean, Ashley, remind me who yeah. it is you root for, yeah. and it's Clemson. That's right. I root for Clemson. You know, another tiger. Another another. Tiger. That's why our friendship works because I'm like I root for the Tigers, and you're like I root for the Tigers. Yeah, and like, we say go tigers, tigers, right? We just spell it differently. And I yeah, right. I spell mine like it's French. Yours has an X. Yeah, because it's doesn't. goo. It's goo tiger. <laughs> goo tiger. I can't even say it like that because it's like against yeah, my yeah, team. Course. Right? Yeah, I can't believe you said that out loud. <laughs> my Clemson Tigers. Right, your Clemson Tigers who have. They well, obviously everybody knows about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and yeah, the he receiving looks like core, a, right? Because they're incredible. They're the defending national champs. Yes, and like people might say that it's hard for teams to repeat as the national champion. Like nobody, Alabama was the last team to do it, and that was mm. like 2011, 2012. But off like, the top of my head, yeah, I just everybody knows that. And like people are saying, oh, the Tigers haven't been tested this year. They have a really easy schedule. Your Tigers, to my be clear. Tigers, right? Haven't been tested, and like what I say to them, and like Paul Feinbaum, right? For instance, who's right. fighting with my coach, which let's not even get into that. Yeah, your coach, like, Dabo Sweeney, right, right, right. Um, is this is the, this is our fifth straight playoff? It is yours like, fifth in terms yeah. of experience, like nuts. We have it. And you also have a slide in your locker room. I think we well, <laughs> can't hide money. Can't hide. You money. know that, <laughs> right? And like if. If anyone's concerned, I say just go back and watch old highlights of Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker. He's really a do-it-all defender. Yeah, he's a real he's a real matchup nightmare for opposing coaches. Of course, um, you know he works off the edges, uh, as I've always said, as a pass rusher. Yeah, and he can spy like mobile quarterbacks. Which you know, if they end up facing your Tigers, you've got you've got one. That's people overlook Joe Burrow, it, but he's pretty they mobile. That Joe Burrow, <laughs> they overlook it, and I just you know I think. He burrows like a like a like, like a, a beaver, real, like a regular Joe. Sure, yeah, exactly. Great. I like him because he's a regular Joe, but he can also burrow like a like a prairie dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's out there prairie dogging on the field. <laughs> I mean, that's what I look. I'm, I don't call myself an analyst, but I would say that's pretty good analysis of what he's doing out there. Tell, make sure you tweet that Joe Burrow is prairie dogging on the field, and that's what I think is going to lead to their win. But back to your Clemson Tigers. Back, back to my. Right. Back to them. Um, it's guys, it's, they've won all but one game this year by 14 points. Yeah. At least. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not concerned. And with Dabo complaining that they, that they got dropped in the rankings, like what's the, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, honestly, you come into the year number one, you're the defending champs, you don't lose a game. And all of a sudden you're ranked number three. Well, you know, it's an art, not a science. You know who, you know who (laughs) knows what's up? Who? Las Vegas. Yeah. Because my team is currently a two-point favorite against the number two Ohio State. Yeah. Buckeyes. Great. So, I'm, you know, I'm not concerned. I'm very confident going into this game. Yeah. Jay, what what are you going to do? I feel like you got to take Oklahoma now because, as we all know, Travis is an Ohio State fan. (laughs) Yes. So, I was originally going to take number two Ohio State, if only because if I take number four Oklahoma as my team... <laughs> oh my god. I will be up against Katie. Travis, why'd you have to ruin the bit, bro? And when I'm up against Katie, I always I always win. Not by choice. Oh, I would prefer to lose. Not by frankly. Choice. He's like, please universe, I'm begging you, let frankly, Katie win. When Katie's teams win, 
my life is better. <laughs> so I really don't want to be taking number four Oklahoma, but let me tell you what. Let me tell you a little something about my boy, Jalen Hurts. Jay's going to lose it on Travis after the podcast. Like, Jalen Hurts is out there looking like a young Lamar Jackson. Oh, He is throwing for 3,000 yards this season and 28 TDs and rushing for 980 yards with 15 TDs. And which if off the top of your head. Just doesn't right. sound like my boy Lamar. I don't know who does. Yeah, what else about the team do you uh, like? What else about the team do I like? Let me tell you what And by else the team, the team, I mean I like. your team, and that's who? My team, the Oklahoma Sooners. Who you've rooted for. Forever. Is this comfortable for you? Since I hate this is what every you do moment the, that's going on. Is, this I, is what you do with the Ravens No, every I love so the Ravens for real. This. Yeah. this is this is terrible. Let me tell you what else my Oklahoma Sooners did. They beat Baylor, not once, but twice. And if you know anything, I don't like Baylor because they did some bad shit. Boomer Sooner, baby. Boomer Sooner. <laughs> Let's not even talk about the roughneck. Oh my we, god! I feel like of course, we've, that's your team. We've we've explo- we've explored that, and we're not going to go down that road. But what I can tell you is that as great as the Sooners are on the field, they're they're also great in the classroom. Oh, let's there hear are it. Wow. fourteen academic All Big Twelve Whoa. members How of the football t- team. What does that even mean? Uh, that means that there's an academic All Big Twelve team. Is that just uh, the Ivy, in the Ivy League? Uh, it's school, in the Big 12. college? It not, uh, yeah. It's student athletes who maintain a GPA of 3.00 or higher. Nice. And uh, we got 14 Sooners here, yeah. including including star running back Trey Sermon. Right. Who's out there. Who's your favorite, I think. I definitely. You definitely always say that. Fa- yeah. I, if I love anything, it's a sermon. Trey Sermon. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, so, and that, you know, the class stuff really matters on the field. It does. Because it gives them the advantage. You were telling me earlier how the, what's the advantage you said that it gives them to be smart? Well, if, if you're more intelligent, then you have what's called emotional intelligence. Oh, yeah. And if you have like, emotional intelligence, we're mixing, we're mixing metaphors here. You can treat the game, you know, like it's a game. And no, that's sure not that what you, you said earlier. Earlier you were like, if you're smarter, you remember what you said about the, the football? Uh, Remember, you said, Katie, I need you to hear me. Make eye contact with me. When, I think that if you're smarter at school, when you get on the field, and then it was something about the way you can hold the ball. Yes, that's true. What was it? Uh, if you're good at school, yep. you also know how to hold the ball better. Oh, it was just that? I feel like it was, I thought it was something else. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, when you take a lot of notes, you have like really developed finger strength. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Sorry, I didn't finish. No, it's okay. I put you on the spot. It was the it was the number two pencil. Yes, using the, right. yes, exactly. Number if you're because you have to hold a number two pencil with the, your index and your second finger. Right. And when you hold the bottom of a football, famously, when you're running with it, right. Those are the two fingers that you need uh, to use. Yeah. Yes. So some, it depends on how you hold it, but that is one grip. Finger strength. Right. It's created through the pencil usage. And it's people would never think that. That's advanced. That's the kind of advanced stats you get yeah, here on and, sports. And you'll see that if you take a look at C.D. Lamb, the wide receiver. Mm. He's really out there just catching balls every single week. Yeah, I call uh, him and, Scantron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what that's that's what they call him. Like, You've you know, heard of sure. Megatron, but that's <laughs> Scantron, you know? Oh my so I think all in all... We can safely assume that because my life sucks. Yeah, and mine too. Oklahoma's going to beat us. <laughs> well, I'm going to send Marcus Spears your way. Oh, dear. Please do not. Travis, did you want to say anything about Ohio State? Well, I think because of J.K. Dobbs in the running game, I think they're going to be able to just go out there and move the ball on Clemson. All right, we're out of time. Thanks so much, Travis. <laughs> uh, here we go. So that's those are our teams.
We've got a man you've never met before named Travis. He's rooting for Ohio State. I've got LSU, as I always have. Ashley, lifelong Clemson fan. And Jay just became an Oklahoma fan 30 seconds ago <laughs> and already when Travis it. took Ohio State. And uh, he's actively currently on LinkedIn trying to find an, a new job so he does not have to show up and look me in the eye. That is that is the best oh boy college football uh, analysis you're going to get. Uh, Megan Rapino, real quick, named uh, Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year. Shout out to her. Not going to say woo or anything. No drum roll. Yeah. She just thank you. Shout out to the uh, she's the best. I'm sure people will be mad about it as they always are. Uh, just, even uh, though it's a, a fake made up article, like Sue retweeted fake... and just wrote Bay, and I was like, yes, oh, that's the really best. cute. Um, I texted her and I said, you know, I'm getting really sick of congratulating you for things, but, you know, you make me proud to be your mother. And she said she's like, my biggest achievement of the year was not turning around and punching uh, Kelly and Alex during that segment we taped in the van. And I was like, my girl! Uh, really quick, I want to talk about, Pel- do we have time? Should I put off my Peloton take? I think this is the week for it. Okay. We're gonna do it. Well, so, the I'm sure everybody knows by now there's that Peloton commercial that's been getting roasted on the internet where a woman uh, is gifted a Peloton bike by her husband. Were they around last Christmas? Uh, yeah. Like the timeline doesn't feel like it yeah, ends they were. up. Yeah, they were. Okay. She gets gifted a Peloton bike by her husband and then she records herself, I think, every day using the Peloton bike and then gives to him for Christmas the gift of that video. It's a strange choice. Mm. My friend, uh, I think it was Pete Blackburn, tweeted, like, if you think it's acceptable to take a gift that I gave you, film yourself using it, and give me that as a gift the next year, uh, I don't want to know you or something like that. And then I said, I can think of exactly one exception. <laughs> uh, but point taken. So everybody was kind of roasting the the commercial as being – I mean, there were people who took it seriously that were like, is this sexist? Is this – but it was just like, what a weird, weird concept for this big – Big ad campaign that they've pushed out because if you're a sports fan, you've seen that commercial a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, every year around Christmas, we get those commercials that you're like, God, I'm going to have to see this a billion times. Uh, so this was one of them. So in one of the most self-aware ad moves we've seen in a while, I mean, I know Sprint tried to do this with the Verizon guy when yeah. they signed the Verizon guy, but the Verizon guy was years ago. Mm-hmm. Or was it, he had was like it, a 15-year was it Verizon guy before when he was like, can you hear me now? That was yeah, Verizon. That's yeah. the Verizon guy. And then he... Then he went and did Sprint years in between. We forgot about that man. And I actually think that Sprint overestimated how much we gave a shit about that man and what sort of mobile service he was using because we didn't. So what you're saying is you are sorry to that man. I am very sorry to that man. Okay, sorry, um, go ahead. But so Ryan Reynolds' uh, tequila company, which I don't know if he had one. Gin company, which he I does not. Yeah, I didn't know he had one. <laughs> Still stands. Uh, it's called Aviation, or maybe it's Aviacion. I don't. Well, I guess it's not a tequila, so probably not. Uh, <laughs> Spanish love their gin. I don't know. Point is, Ryan Reynolds hired this the actress from the Peloton commercial to do a commercial for the gin. Uh, you should go look it up. It's her sitting there looking kind of dead eyed into the camera and her two friends like encouraging her saying everything. This is a safe place. You're safe here. She like chugs the drink really fast and picks up someone else's drink. My question to the group is, first of all, the Internet was like, that's brilliant. Yeah. My favorite thing is that they don't force the joke down. They're not like, they don't even do you yeah. get it? That's the woman from the Peloton commercial. They right. just they just let it breathe. And yeah. it's like if you don't get the joke, you don't get it. But if you do get the joke, you're like, whoa, I respect it. Um, my question to the group is, what do you think the joke was? What do you, what do you mean? What was the joke of the ad? Of Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Well, I think it was that she, 
obviously was in a like <clears throat> extremely bad relationship and had just gotten out of this like like the people i mean people on the internet were like is she was did someone take her captive like is she trapped in this home and i think the joke is that like she got out of this toxic relationship and now they're no, how did you perceive it? okay so i have two questions okay or i have two thoughts like i've been on the fence as to whether it was like she's the actress who has been getting a bunch and it's like she's playing herself as the actress or she's the wife that's what I, that's the question that's I asked. the question oh that's yeah. interesting yeah i didn't even think about it's it the, as, it's the actress. the actress i thought it was this actress just finished doing this commercial that she was in this campaign mm-hmm. and then has been getting torn apart on the internet. Right. So she goes and meets her friends for a drink and is like, I need another drink and another drink. So oh. I thought that oh. until that last line. When yeah, she says, you look great. You look great, by the way. But I think that in the commercial, she still would have had to ride the bike. So I think her, it was them being like, bright side, you look great. Because she had to use the Peloton bike. I think that was their little nudge of like, this is who that woman is in case you forgot. Yeah. Um, but I think because I, I saw a lot of people being like, was she abused? Was it an abusive relationship? Oh, I was like, oh, I thought it was uh, the actress. I could see, I guess I could see it both ways. But yeah. like, why would she be drink and why would she be drinking so much if because that commercial ends with her just giving her husband that he's not mad at it. He's not upset. She just gives him the gift, and then we all made fun of her. I thought it was like the this poor actress is getting torn oh, apart. Oh, that's interesting. Come um, get a drink. I like in my other arguments. I argue with myself. It's like it's the woman who just got the bike for Christmas, and she's like, Ugh. "Oh, I'm pissed at my husband." But for it doesn't me make sense considering the ending of yeah. Yes, I, you're right. It is, should be the actress. I think it is, but I don't know. I'm interested to know what people think. Huh. I just hadn't seen that many people saying that it was the actress. I think, mm. yeah, I think I'm I'm firmly going into actress camp now. All right. While we're talking about commercials, I have a couple takes I'd like to air. Okay. Can I do that? Please. Okay. Um, so <laughs> have you seen the Apple commercial in which there are children and the grandpa? You mean the one that I was sobbing because Yeah, of? I cried the first time I yeah. saw it. And I probably cried again the second time. And then the third time, I was like, hmm. So the premise essentially is that there's a grandma. There was a grandma. <laughs> May she rest in <laughs> the most peace. R.I.T.M.P. Uh, she seemed like a lovely lady. Really cute. Um, the the she has passed. I don't know if I made that clear. So the grandfather sat around Christmas. The two daughters are uh, given an iPad to watch movies and stuff. And in doing so, I think they find movies on the iPad of the nana, and then they edit them together somehow. They're probably like. Nine and six. I believe that the kids. I really believe that because the way kids, your face is fear because your son knows how to work your phone. Can navigate between Disney Plus and Netflix. How and old Amazon is he? Prime. Not even three. Also helpful, sneaky helpful that those are all different colors. Oh yeah, I that's bet true. he wouldn't be able to navigate through Grubhub seamless and like eat twenty four as easily. Nobody uses that one anymore. But Give I remember that week. it's red. It's just they're all red. It must be really helpful <laughs> that like those <laughs> Amazon, Amazon, Disney Plus, Netflix are all different. That's interesting. I thought, but I guess not. I'll keep going. So uh, the girls edit together like a clip thing that's like, she may not be here with us anymore, but I don't actually remember the actual sad part of the commercial. It was just a, a and it made the grandfather cry. The third time I watched it, because the second time I'm like, was the mom kind of a, and then I watched it the third time. I was like, the mom is mean in mm. that commercial. Somebody told me there's an extended version on the internet that I should go watch um, that might provide more context because I vaguely tweeted about this. And I did not do that yet. So here I am talking out of my ass. But <laughs> I cut a hole in my shirt so that you could hear me. Um, 
the the mom like at one point the dad's like hey girls you want to watch something and hands them the iPad then later you cut to the mom giving the girls the iPad because you've got to establish that they keep getting this iPad so they could put this thing together the mom gives them the iPad and she goes watch something on she like throws it on the ground she's like watch something we're going to be downstairs and it was like whoa okay and you know everyone has a bad day just mm-hmm. seemed like a weird narrative choice for the commercial and then when the girls wrap the iPad up not in a box, which, what are you doing? They wrap it up to give to their grandpa. The mom goes, very funny, girls. As in, like, that's our iPad already. We own it. And the girls were like, no, it's the video on the iPad. But the way the mom just, her, they just, I feel like they made her mean for no reason. Hmm. And I feel like, much like with the Disney Channel original movies, the real story there is the mom. <laughs> Something's going on that we are all just like, oh, it's so sad. We're crying. And meanwhile, it's like, that. we got to save that mom. Something's up. Why mm. she? Why she mad? Do you think it's her mom that passed, and so Christmas also no. gives her a hard time? No, I think it's that it's the woman he cheated on her mom with. I think Nana who passed wow. away. It's her stepmom. I think Nana. Whoa. No, not even. Not. It's like I think Nana who passed away was like always. It was yeah. You're right. It was her stepmom because otherwise, why would the kids know? So it was her stepmom, and that stepmom was always put on a good show for everyone and mm-hmm. smiled at the camera, but was awful to the mom oh wow because she just was like you're not my kid i don't have to treat you like my kid like there are other kids in the family you don't see like sisters of the mom that are that were treated fine by her or the ones that are her actual biological sister but not her half sisters she just was one of those stepmoms that treated it was a cinderella a real cinderella situation oh yeah wow and uh and yeah and i think that her actual mom who had passed away way before that she knows and it, she can't communicate to her nine and six-year-olds that like you didn't get to meet the nana that you truly would have loved because this bitch came in and cheated on uh and and broke up their marriage and then she passed away tragically of a broken heart i think that is wow the, yeah it's a hallmark movie waiting to happen wow. yeah and i would like to take this time to pledge the fun i will i will fund <laughs> This the making of this movie for next year's you know twenty five days of Christmas if we're still doing that is ABC Family even still a channel Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I think it's freeform now. Yeah, I want to. I will freeform. I'll write the script freeform. I don't. I think you just did. This is a film, and it's just like where it's it it really makes you think Hmm. about how how quickly how easily we can be distracted from what's really going on here. Mm. And I just want people to think about that. Next time they feel like crying, just maybe think that we're not seeing the whole story in this 30-second ad. Right. You know, question everything. Pete Carroll. I can't wait Wake to up, go. Sheeple. Watch Wake up, sheeple. Wake up, sheeple. The Extended Cut. <laughs> I know, I bet I the actually did wa- Cut. I did watch the Extended Cut. Oh, what happens? Um, I don't want to describe it scene by scene, but basically... No, did it provide a- any more context to the mom? Well, so there's a scene where she's in the closet. You saw the scene in the closet where she says, like... Can I iron those for you, Dad? And he says no, and the kids run through, and then she's mean to the kids. Oh, I didn't. I don't know if I, don't know. I even saw ex- that one. That's in the extended. And then there's a scene at the end when they're flipping through the, the iPad, and it has the story. So that was the thing I was trying to remember, and I can't remember. In the ad, when they say, like, Grandpa met Nana, and then they flip to the next page, and it's like, and then Mom met Dad. But it's oh. just ambiguous enough that those things could could be unrelated, in the sense that, like... Just because Grandpa met Nana and Mom met Dad, met Dad, that doesn't mean that Nana was Mom's mom. You know what I mean? So I think I'm validating your 
you're yeah i thought it, you were making it sound like she married into the family but that doesn't even really help maybe they're trying to make it like parents don't you get so mad at your kids for always being on well, an ipad but then it's like she gives them the ipad the other thing that happens, just need to break the why other should hap- watch well, this we're downstairs yeah but you don't put it in your ad in the extended cut they give the kids the ipad like six times but it, the like dad there's six different moments where the where the kids are like running amok and they're just like give them the ipad want to watch a movie here but watch a, dad, a movie but the dad, listen the dad i know and again i'm not saying that this is bad parenting i'm saying to make that choice and leave that in your ad is like what are you what's that for why is that there you have 30 seconds why are you leaving in the part where the mom is being nasty and here's the thing the dad specifically the dad says hey girls you want to watch a movie yeah. or something and the mom is like watch something we're all downstairs in the kitchen is in like what are you do what are you doing hmm. i get that i'm not saying i'm not shaming maybe anybody. she's a stepmom whoa Ooh. hmm <laughs> maybe wow maybe this woman's not in the family and everyone's treating her maybe it's a sixth sense situation maybe not everyone can see her <laughs> you know that's really interesting maybe, maybe she, she spoiler alert has been dead the whole time wow that, that is and no cool. one made a video for her they only made a video for nana and she's very she's taking that very personally wow that i think totally that could tracks. be it. that could absolutely be it well, anyway we'll I've, write both scripts and we'll see which one yeah free just form call me up. just call me you know my agent i'm wme so you can just reach out and they'll <laughs> let you know uh Last take that I had on a commercial, and this one will take a lot less long. It's just where I wish this commercial went. <laughs> I believe it's for GMC trucks. It starts with an adorable Bernie's Mountain Dog running through the snow, I think. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm second-guessing myself. It's an adorable puppy running through the snow. It's a husband and a wife or boyfriend and girl. Who knows? It's two, a man and a woman. Dog comes running through the snow. The husband basically says, like, I got this for you and hands her the puppy. She's like, I got something for you, too. And a big GMC truck comes over the hill and drives down the tundra and, like, pulls up to where they are. That's the commercial. It's like, get your loved one something great for this holiday Who's season. driving the truck? Who's driving the truck? Uh, the answer <laughs> is the answer is her new boyfriend. Her Christmas gift to him was that she's leaving him. I am uh, I'm sleeping with the guy from the auto body shop down the street. We really hit it off. My gift to you. And so he hugs the car. And uh, I could just picture the next line of him hugging the car and her being like, Oh, you thought I got you the car. No, no. Uh, my gift was like, I'm gonna, I'm leaving. Um, this is, this is John, my new boyfriend. Uh, but in the back of this truck, I got you, uh, like a, something. Is all your stuff get yeah, it out? I got you, I moved your stuff for you. So that's what, please stop hugging. And then like John gets out and is like, dude, get, get off, off my, my car. car. Like you're super weird. But it's just, cause what got me thinking about that is like a dog and a car? Really equal. Yeah, I guess in the amount better. in the amount that they matter to you as a person, not equal. Like a dog is like a responsibility, like a a thing that like you've gonna now care for. I mean, you care for a car, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. A dog is like whoa, emotional, huge. But like price tag wise, that's not. It depends on the dog, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I mean, I, I don't know if any are as high as a car. That yeah. is a brand new. Again, yeah. I think GMC question mark. But just next time you watch that commercial, imagine because there's no follow up line of like, I got you something too. It's this car here. <laughs> it's like, I got you something too. Who's driving it? <laughs> Why are they making the decision to have the car come? And then like, even if that's not the case, if she's not leaving him, when whoever is driving that car gets out, is it like, hey, I'm just awkwardly part of your cute Christmas moment. I'm going to head out. Like, wh- how do they get home? Does that guy then have to get in the, in the back seat of the yeah. truck, which famously not very, not, there's not a lot of room. 
mm-hmm. if it has a back seat, if it's got a, it's called a cab, right? Mm. It, then they got this weird dude that's like and cramped, a dog. yeah, cramped in the back of this truck, and they got to like, do we have to drop John off? You, why did you do? <laughs> why couldn't you have just done this at the house? Why are we out in this tundra? Where even are we? Now we got to get our way out of here. My GPS isn't working because God, no, we're in the middle of nowhere. I have no cell service, and you want me to drive John home? John lives. Three towns over. Why didn't you ask Steve? He lives next door. Steve would have gladly done this weird ritual where he's going to drive up this truck and like, thanks for the gift, Sarah. But it really didn't put any thought into how we were going to get there. And what this was actually. Very, and now they're divorced. Wow. You know. Wow. Anyway, those are commercials. Ashley, <laughs> do you want to get to your Ryan Gosling take here in hour three of the podcast? Uh, I, thanks so not, much for joining us. It's the cage hour. Not a ton that. Uh, Here's what happened to explain to catch people up. Last two, three weeks ago, Ashley said, we gave you a tease, that she was going to try to work out a take. Yeah. And her take, the tease was Ryan Gosling. We did not. Ryan Gosling, we wouldn't consider Ryan Gosling to be hot if it weren't for crazy, stupid love. And I said, that's crazy, stupid love. Um, mm-hmm. And so we were going to hash that out. I just want to hear your arguments and so, like how you arrived at this absolutely trash garbage take. I don't think it's trash garbage. I think the reason people like... What's before we do this, Jay? Do you agree with the take? Absolutely not. Okay, go ahead. I think the people love. Sorry, go ahead. The Notebook as a movie because it is a story of like love, of a really strong, powerful love. But we didn't leave the Notebook being like strong, oh my God. powerful love is the sequel to Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> yes. Ryan Gosling is like people's most attractive man. Nobody thought that. Like. Remember, remember the Titans. That was a remember, remember the Titans. Uh, he do, was sunshine. I do remember, remember like, that. Not sexy. Notebook was two thousand four. Did you find him attractive in Lars and the Real Girl? Well, that was two thousand seven. No, of course, no. Not. So that's the kind of stuff we're working with before Crazy Stupid Love. We get Crazy what year was Stupid, Crazy Stupid Love, Love? two thousand eleven, which is followed up. That was in July. It was followed up in September, right on the heels of that success, where he takes that shirt off, and Emma is like. Are you photoshopped? You know it's beautiful. Is drive where he's like the badass guy. You're sure that wasn't before it? It was. I just looked that up because I had the same thought. It was two months before it came out, or two and a half months. Crazy stupid love was in July. Drive was in September. Right. Okay. So you get chiseled, sexy, well dressed, but then you know he makes the turn. He's a he's a player, but then he becomes a really like doting guy. In there, Crazy there, Stupid there's Love. A, there's a huge problem with your take, Ashley. Yeah. And that is that you are drastically overlooking the fact that our little movie called Blue Valentine came out in 2010. I just wrote that down. I, we weren't, we Valentine. weren't refuting her yet. Oh, Blue sorry. Valentine, he was hot in Blue Valentine. Also, hmm. you're forgetting a little show called, what the fuck was that show called? Are You yeah. Afraid of the Dark? I no. <laughs> no. He was on a Canadian show that also took place on a boat. Yeah, I oh, know. your boat show. You don't just get to say, this is the take, and then when somebody refutes it, go, didn't see it. Well, That's I not how it works. I represent the, the Lollipop mainstream. Okay. I'm a proud member. And I think most people... No, we're you're not wrong. aware. You're absolutely wrong. Of Ryan Gosling everybody considered loved, him sexy. Everybody considered him sexy in the notebook. Everybody considered also, him sexy in the notebook. Also, like I don't rugged... think he was Sunshine. I think he was another character. Wasn't he the the? Was he a wide receiver? No, I thought he was Sunshine. Was no, the long blonde hair. No, he played. He was Allen. He was the DB that got burnt. And there's Travis again. Thank yeah. you, Travis. That was very helpful. Uh, either way, still not sexy. 
I, so here's the thing. You can't just say he wasn't sexy in the notebook and then be like, I didn't think so. In the notebook, he's the one that's so sexy, that has such raw confidence and like, he's that like, confidence. can you just let me finish? I let you give up your stupid take and now it's my turn. He was confident and, uh, in just like manly and like pure sexual energy they could not keep their hands off each other he was so supposed to be so sexually interesting and just like such an such a so much testosterone just a real man you know to use the trope that she had a perfectly good other option who was attractive had a job her parents liked him there was really nothing wrong with the guy she doesn't choose in the notebook but James Marsden right Mm -hmm. but she chooses Ryan Gosling because it's just like of course they're supposed they're made to be together that's the thing it's their love but it's, it's a love story. It's not when just they sexiness. fight, when they get in that fight and he's like, you tell me when I'm being a pain in the ass or like I tell you when you're being a pain in the ass, which you are most of the time. And I mean, that, that didn't you weren't like I would I would do that, man. No. What's I, wrong with their relationship was the was the core of that you. story. Right. I, he was not like I'd never looked at him and be like, he is physically attractive. So. I think that we had this conversation many weeks ago and I said you could have made your take I think is stronger if you say Ryan Gosling walking down the street no one thinks he's hot if he's not Ryan Gosling. I don't think he like became Ryan Gosling until Crazy Stupid Love. That's not true. That's I true. think that's just true. Not, no, but just based on being alive when all these movies came out. I remember Ryan Gosling being a thing after The Notebook. I like everyone knew who he was. You just said you don't think he was a thing. Everyone thought he was hot not and sexy. Like his, I don't think so. As one of them, hello, as a, <laughs> as a member of the group, yes, there were people who were into Ryan Gosling after that movie came out. It wasn't like crazy, stupid love happened, and then people were like, "Oh, he's hot." That is the opposite of what happened. When he got cast in that role, people were annoyed by it because they were like, of course, Ryan Gosling plays the unattainably hot, confident dude. Like. Everybody wanted to be, men wanted to be Ryan Gosling after Crazy Stupid Love. Mm-hmm. I think your take is influenced by the male gaze. I think mm. men after Maybe Crazy... I have a male gaze. Men, that doesn't... Make any, <laughs> men after Crazy Stupid Love were like, damn, I want to be Ryan Gosling. Especially because it came out so close to Drive, in which he was like a badass character. Right. I think And then dudes, Gangster Squad. That's, like when dudes, those that's when dudes started to take him seriously as the like, oh, the way they wanted to be Clooney or Brad Pitt. They were like, man, I want to be Ryan Gosling. I don't think that, uh, I, I don't think men thought that after The Notebook. I think women were certainly, you know, if so, he's a bird, I'm a bird type of a deal after the notebook. So I think he provides like the emotional attraction in the notebook and gives you the physical and crazy, stupid love. He is physically attractive when he's building his own house with his hands in the notebook. <sighs> what? I just I don't I, I you have no respect for manual labor. No, I absolutely <laughs> do. I think that's awesome. I just don't watch that and be like. Like we could make the you could just to be clear, you can make the argument during the notebook that there's a lot of stuff that character does within the world of the film that's like kind of toxic and weird. Like I'm not saying that everything he does in the notebook. I'm saying as an actor mm-hmm. watching that movie, Ryan Gosling, you swoon him. He's very swooned. He's swoonable. Mm, I disagree. That's not that's not your take. Your take isn't my take is that you said nobody world, thought nobody thought he was hot. Ryan so. Gosling wouldn't be considered sexy until if it weren't for crazy stupid love it was my take 
Well, that's Crazy also that's not a good take because if, if, if it didn't happen, he still would have done Drive because clearly they came out two months after apart, so he had filmed it already. But I think I think he you get like. Maybe he goes to like Jason Statham route, which is like no, no my way. god, it's a terrible take. Jason Statham, what? He's a badass. But Why are we all saying like, Statham like that? It's not Statham. I'm Jason Statham. Jason Statham. <laughs> that's uh, a you know that's like a bad take. I'm gonna more, let you take that back. He could have gone more action with like he's no. not doing La La Land. Yes, he absolutely is. Have you seen his body? Of course he is. You are overlooking Blue Valentine. I haven't seen Blue Valentine. Okay, How well, popular that's a you was problem. Blue Valentine? Very popular. Extremely popular. I believe it I won some awards. It was or Mich- wasn't Michelle Williams? Didn't she Michelle win an award for Williams that? Williams did win an award for that. Yeah. Get on it, actually. It's Ashley. only ranked seven in his sexiest movies. Okay, what are the ones above it? Ides of March. Is number one? Is six. Half Nelson is five. Gangster Squad is four. Drive is three. Notebook is two. Crazy Stupid Love is number one. Okay, so, but you, so you think the Notebook... Of all the movies he's made, in which you listed a bunch of them there, mm-hmm. number two is mm-hmm. The Notebook. Yep. And you still felt comfortable coming to this podcast and saying that nobody thought he was sexy in The Notebook? It's, a, I don't, it's listed as I don't number know two sexy. It's, it's listed vibes, above drive. The fact that he'll always be Allie's bird. Like, it's an emotional thing. Yeah. It's an emotional Have sexy, you ever been a mo- physical can, sexy. Can I'm can starting just, to feel like I lear- I'm learning a thing about you that I feel very sad about. I'm probably jumping to a conclusion. Yes, really? Of course I've been emotionally attracted. Not to Ryan Gosling. But, like, sexy isn't just his abs. What is he, a piece of meat? Yeah, Ash. He is in Crazy Stupid Love. No, also, he's not. Also, if you're into that, Blue Valentine character. originally rated NC-17 Afraid to use a straw. for too, being too sexy. I don't remember anything about Blue Valentine. I do uh, know that after The Notebook, Ryan Gosling was a sex symbol. People were attracted for whatever reason. I think your actual take is that men didn't want to be Ryan Gosling until after Crazy Stupid Love. The whole point is that we're baking these takes together. Right. But you seem to be hesitant to letting the dough rise Because I think people found Ryan Gosling's character sexy, not Ryan Gosling sexy. There it is. That's what I needed. And you think that uh, moviegoers have the ability to divorce the character from the actor? I think... In general, you think... I want you to answer that one. Let me the, think the, the average moviegoer has the ability to separate the qualities they like or dislike from the actor, especially if what your argument just laid out is that uh, most people weren't really... He wasn't really on everyone's radar until The Notebook. That was his big breakout I'm Ryan Gosling movie. Yes, he was in other movies, but this was like a big one for him. You think that people were able to separate actor from the qualities that they enjoyed about him in the film? Average moviegoer. I know, but that's uh, that's not like a strong argument. Yeah, but if you're saying that they were attracted, they like his character. They didn't like him. I think once, like, once Crazy Stupid Love happened, he was like, walk down the street, that guy's sexy. I think, no, I don't, I still, I think everybody, once he was in the notebook, walked down the street, that guy's sexy. I think if he wasn't in movies ever and he walks down the street, you'd be like, "Mm." whereas like a Ryan Reynolds... Walks down the street. If he's not famous, you're still like, Jesus. Didn't you say in person it was like Ryan Reynolds, more staggering? I than- don't want to say took my breath away, but I was like, like, <laughs> oh, God, I am now expected. I'm on live TV and I am expected to form <laughs> sentences. And he makes this eye contact and like raises his eyebrows and at least pretends to be great actor. Genuinely interested in what you're about to say. And you're like, 
He's expecting me to say words. <laughs> I love you. That's not it. That's not what I meant to say. Uh, he's so attractive. Skinnier in person than I thought he was going to be, but I think he was getting ready for something. So I don't know. Mm. Point is, Ryan Gosling is not conventionally attractive in the way that if you saw him walking in the street, you'd be like, oh, my God. But I don't think that what made him that wasn't the notebook. I think it was the notebook. I'm going to marinate on it. Okay. You've been. I don't know okay. that I've been that I've been swayed. Jay, you've been typing furiously. Do you have anything to add to try to sway her so she can marinate fully? Maybe like a, a this one will be like a salt rub or something. Uh, I have been typing furiously. The notebook made $119 million. Who among us, you know? It's a lot of money for I that went, time. I went to go see that movie alone by myself on Valentine's Day. Oh, what my God. The- <laughs> Maybe that that's is the, the plot why. of Blue Valentine. That's, wait, 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 wait. that's the plot of Blue Valentine. That's why you don't like it because I you like, have a bad I, experience on, with on, the movie. On. I love the movie The Notebook. I wish they cut out all the scenes of the old people. They really slow down the pacing. But like, I'm just my point is like, I, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I just said the old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I just don't. I think it was his character and the relationship that was attractive about that, not him. And that's most movie stars. You're like, I liked him in this. There are actors that still, when I see them, I'm like, I hate him. Sometimes if I can't, like, if they played a role like that I don't like. Yeah, but it, sometimes you'll see a guy, you know, the the level of actor where it's like, ah, what's that guy from? I always know if I'm like, ah, what's that guy from? He played something I hate. That guy's making me feel mad right now, but I don't <laughs> even know what he was in, but I don't like that guy. Like, that is how you know that, like, yeah, they're obviously not their characters, but... A lot of people, it just, it kind of, it's tough. Your eyes and your brain are like, I saw him murder. You know, mm. it's like yeah. it, it just stays in your head. Mm-hmm. Well, when, once we get everybody smarter, they'll be able to separate that more easily. Sure. And, and your really point evaluate. will still be wrong. <laughs> the best thing is I can picture all of our fans, like I can picture Camille adding me with like, how did you forget to make this argument? I know. <laughs> uh, but I can't wait Maybe to see Maybe she'll it. add me with some, some help. Yeah. There's everybody at Ashley Braband, that's B-R-A-B-A-N-D, oh, to let her know why this take is not good. I said help. Help. Someone who agrees Not a good take. Me. It's a bad take. Jay, Do erotic news of the week? Yes. Erotic right. news of the week real fast. Are we, oh. This is oh, God. the erotic news of the week. Is it? The Hong Kong Toilet Association <laughs> <laughs> will introduce female what? urinals in order to have... turn it down? Yeah, why is it so loud? <laughs> peeing time for women and reduce long lines at public restrooms. What? These new female urinal facilities will cut peeing time to an estimated 1.5 minutes compared with the usual 2 to 3 minutes that it takes, creating shorter queues outside the women's restroom. Uh, the urinals will also only take like up half pees. the space <laughs> Mind your of a full cubicle, the group said, and added that they... The, the facilities could include disposable paper urine funnels huh? to help women aim accurately and a shelf above for the bags to be hung. Could include. It is much more feasible to install additional female urinals than to build new cubicles, especially in smaller and older public toilets, said the group's vice president, Henry Hung. Oh, boy. Uh, so. Uh, I have a couple questions. May I ask them? Yes. Uh, could include disposable paper urine funnels? Yes. To and help women article- accurately? So are they thinking that women, they're, they're like, we're going to make these urinals 
and you got to kind of figure it out. Maybe we'll help, but we weren't <laughs> planning on it. I think it would probably have to depend on the, the quality of the public restroom. Well, so because- there may, so you're saying there may be a world in which I walk in expecting a toilet as I always have. And I know it's different in different cultures, but in Hong Kong, they literally have a toilet association, it says. So <laughs> they have toilets. That's what they do there. We, I'm going to walk in and be greeted with a urinal, and there will be no, like, we know. We know that there, there's a reason we never had urinals for women is because you guys can't, uh, it's not a hose. So it's hard for you. It's just going to be like, figure it out, ladies. So... Wait, he didn't answer my question. Uh, that's correct. Okay, go ahead, Ash. I was picturing just like toilets without the dividers. No, that's a that wouldn't be a urinal. No, it. This but is, like, do we know if it's shaped like a urinal, or is it just the concept is like here's a place to pee without privacy because you're not taking a poop. It says female urinal. I know, but like a female urinal is it like looks based on the image. Oh, there's I know a it's an audio medium. There's yes, it present there presents a urinal is and it, and. An example of what the uh, funnel would look like. Does it look like a men's urinal? It does. It, there's no extra added there's anything no, to it? Th- it is literally the same shape as a men's urinal. Uh, so are you is, supposed to face forward? There is a photo of what seems like potentially a man okay. holding the female urinal cup. Okay. Uh, it, in what way does this half peeing time for women? That's see that was actually going to be my question because that and I don't uh, trust me when I say I don't want to get into detail, but that's messy. That's going to get messy, and you've got to you've got time. It's going to take time. <laughs> How? What? Yeah. Are you putting a leg up? If there's not, is there room to do so? Are you uh, backing into it or are you approaching it head on? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I'm looking at a funnel now and it looks like, uh, you know, he's not holding it correctly. I've seen these before because uh, the Internet's a weird place. It's <laughs> like when women go on road trips, they're like, are you always upset that like men can get out of the car and just like pee on the side of the road and you can't? You suction this part to cover your part and then you basically get to can hold your... Yeah. Point is that <laughs> it's an audio medium. Point is, uh, if it were a visual, we couldn't show it. Uh, yeah. The point is that alone takes time. That right there takes more time than peeing because you're going to have to do that and then pee. So, do you think they mean like if they add these urinals in addition to whatever cubicles they have, you're just saying like if you just have to pee now, more people can go, and so like the wait. Oh, that's time? exactly what you're. You're right. You're absolutely right. It does not have their. This thing that says have peeing time, is that based on, did you just write that? No, that was in, that was the language in the article. Would cut peeing times to just 1.5 minutes. That I don't agree with, but the cue, shortening the cue, I, I buy that. It's not going to shorten the pee, it's only going to shorten the cue. Because it will, you could fit more of them in the bathroom and then pe- the lines would move faster. The language right. in the article says such facilities yeah, would cut before. peeing time to just 1.5 minutes and that's not compared true. with the usual 2 to 3 minutes. I, well, it might and thus help shorten the cues. You still have to take your pants off. Well, then you're going to really. have to figure... I mean, yes. in this photo they don't. What do you mean? <laughs> this photo of a man holding it. Yeah, that's well, not... <laughs> Ash, you're going to have to... Let me... Sh- look, you're going to have to do this. Because you have to get it here. It suctions. So you're just... Wow. This is So you have to take them all the way. You're going to be... Have you ever... Men, have you ever walked into a a public (laughs) bathroom and seen a man standing at a urinal with his pants down around his knees or his ankles? What are your thoughts? You go, what the fuck? And that's what all the women are going to have to do. (laughs) 
We can't just this like pull so it out the fly. There's nothing weird. to pull out. This doesn't make any sense. Why is this erotic? That's a, actually the best question of Toilet all of them. association. I feel like it's close. It was close enough. Man. You know? Uh, I have a question. Do you think that there is an American Toilet Association? That's a great question. Uh, as the president, I would like to say <laughs> yes. And we have, yes, have our, our, uh, have our ad campaigns done less well than we wanted them to do? Yeah. And the fact that you don't know about us and the awareness is low, that's on us. You know, I've been doing other things. I had to plan that bachelorette party. Yeah, you're writing uh, two movies. Yeah, I'm writing a couple movies coming out next year in Hallmark. Shout out to Hallmark. Call me, WME. Um, so, you know, we got a lot going on. But the American Toilet Association, you know, we we will be number one and number two. Wow. You know, the American Toilet Association. Don't sleep on it. <laughs> the American Toilet Association. Where we've This hand's a royal flush. Uh, do you want me to keep, I could keep, yeah, please. The, Amer- the American please. Toilet Association, uh, you know, it, um, it's, uh, it, the American Toilet Association. What a ride. Sure. I love that. Thank <laughs> you. Do you want to come onto the association? Come on in. I put my application in months ago. I'm oh still God, we're back. processing. We're processing. <laughs> we got to do the FBI background check. It's legit. Uh, the American Toilet Association. Well, you know. <laughs> That feels like enough. Jay, you want to do another voicemail? I would love to. Hi, this is Daniel from Indianapolis. I'm calling into the cage for inmates Nolan, Brayband, and Wolf. <laughs> yes, I'll accept the charges. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Katie. Ashley and Jay. Did like you just start people, it over? I usually oh. feel sad at the end of the weekend, even though I like my That's job. That's funny. I always feel a little bit of joy when I remember that the start of the week means a new pot is on the way. So thank you for that. So cute. That is cute. My question is, what's the part of the week that you dread most, and what is your consolation prize for that part of the week that makes you feel better? Love you. Mina. Daniel, that's such a nice question. I was so confused. I thought when Jay hit the sound effect, he started it over, but it's just because he said, yes, I'll accept the charges, and then he started the voicemail. I love that. Um, I'm this, no, not a good answer, but I would say I dread Thursdays because that's when we film our television show. Mm-hmm. The consolation prize is, uh, I get to host a television show, <laughs> but it's the day that I know I'm like, I only have until that day to get everything done. I want to get done to make it into this show. That's that kind of dread of like, if you told me that I could have a second Wednesday, I'd be like, thank you. Because I just always feel like there's a million, like if we had one more day, we could make it even better. But the consolation prize is like outweighs the dread the other only other answer is monday and i everybody dreads monday and the consolation prizes that we record this podcast that's basically what he said right so my answer is thursdays but the consolation prize is wonderful i was gonna say the monday one yeah (laughs) jay uh i i definitely get uh a little bit sad on like sunday morning because i'm like oh there were so many things i wanted to do this weekend and it's sunday morning now so you dread Sundays? But the consolation prize is I get it's to come Sunday. here and go to work with oh. you guys on that's Mondays. A, but that's what we just said. I would have liked it. It's a better take if you said you dread Sundays because it makes you think that you didn't get anything that you wanted to get done on your weekend. The consolation prize is there's football. And there's football. Okay. I don't understand what he's doing. I try. I don't know. <laughs> Travis is going to jump in. Let us know. He likes. He hates Tuesdays. You know? <laughs> Tuesdays are tough, you know? This is really underrated. People always get, all the shine goes to Mondays. No one ever forgets. People remembers. 
The, That's the, true. The smear. And the his smear. and his in the upside of that, the consolation prize is he can he gets to call it Travi Tuesdays. You know, oh boy. where we all celebrate Travi, which Travi. is the name of our producer. <laughs> Travis, he goes by Travi. <laughs> trying to give them some information about the guy, so they're not like, "Who is this stranger?" Mm-hmm. Now you know he goes by Travi. He's uh, four foot seven. And, no, uh, it's like forty. And he, <laughs> you're right. That's fair. And he loves, just like loves, uh, pina coladas. Yeah, and funyuns, but only together. He dips his funyuns in the pina colada. I have seen him do that. And it's like, what are you doing, buddy? And also, why are you drinking at work? But. No, more importantly, why the Funyun into the pina colada? And he's like, it's Travi Tuesday, bitch. And I'm like, I've asked you to not, please. Uh, and he's just like, can't ask me to do anything. I'm out here Travian it up. Trav, Trav, you know? And I'm like, that's not a good, you should come up with a different catchphrase. Yeah. Trav, Trav is like, what? Yeah. It's hard to. He does always do the like double peace sign. Yeah. Too, like when he says and they're it, like, what is this? Is this a, are you oh, in good on. Charlotte? Like, why is this happening? Uh-huh. That's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to SeatGeek and Dollar Shave Club and Trav Trav in the hizzy. Uh, that's what he always says. Shout out to ESPN, the ESPN Daily Podcast featuring Mina Kimes, which, you know, if you're not listening every day, especially on Travi Tuesdays, what are you doing? She lets you know what day it is, and then she talks, and she's smart, and it goes in your ears, and you feel smarter, and then you get to tell your friends things that she taught you, but you don't have to even cite your sources. You can just be like, I knew that. Like... People might be thinking, like we did with college football, that's not what we did with I college football. Like, We've what, been fans for forever. Right. Like we did with Fluffernutters. Right. Oh, well, I knew. You, you mostly did. did. Right. I helped. Big thanks to you guys for listening. Uh, now and again later when you get home, Ashley pointed something out to me this week that, uh, <laughs> is upsetting. It's gonna, uh, do we tell him? Cause I got, it, you rocked my world. I don't know if it's true. I said to Ashley, cause everybody was sending in their Spotify things and showing how many minutes they spent listening to our podcast. And I said, I think our listeners are so wonderful that they're actually doing the thing where they're listening multiple times because they're num- like the minutes numbers are up. And then I think we had heard through ESPN that like we were doing well podcast. Wise, So I was like, our listeners are the best because they're listening to it multiple times. And Ashley turned to me and said, I don't think that if a device listens to the same podcast multiple times, it counts towards our total numbers. And I was like, then why? Then why have you been letting me say it? Because I thought it was a bit. She said, I thought it was a bit. (laughs) Which which I guess it is. Right. Is like... Jay, Travis, that's But then like, as soon as I thought about it for a second, I was like, Shh, I think she's right. So here's the solution. Yeah. Listen to Spotify, then go to iTunes, then go to ESPN, listen to it on different, different platforms. Oh, okay. Travis. That was wise. You go, you crack open that bag of Funyuns and dip it right in a pina colada, baby, <laughs> Trav, because Trav. you saved the day, Trav. Trav. Travi Monday, Travi Tuesday, Travi, th- you get every day this week, bro. So that's what we're going to do. You only have to listen to it. Four times. Four times, because I can think of four platforms. You you, we're gonna do, in. we're gonna do, uh, you're gonna go listen to it on Spotify. Yep. You're gonna listen to it on Stitcher. Yep. You're gonna listen to it on Apple Podcasts, and you're gonna listen to it on ESPN Podcasts. Yes. Right, Jay? That's right. Is there a Google one? And that, you're gonna, those and, are the Google, four. and Google Play. And if you find more, let you, us know. That's great. Whoa, how about you get a special award if you find some podcast thing we don't even know about and you start listening to it there? We'll look at, and then recruit <laughs> your friends. If you're a two phone haver like me, guess what? It, 
try to do a game where you push play on them at the exact same time and you get to see like get them synced. Left earbud, right earbud. Yeah. So then if you're a little bit out of out of it, like out of sync, it's like they, it sounds like it's it, well, Jay, I got it. Uh, it sounds <laughs> then it would sound like there's like an echo, like we're in an echo chamber, you know, and then you'd be hearing this like weird distorted effect. So do that. Big ups to you for doing that. Uh, or, you know, you could always leave us a nice review in those 17 places where you listen to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them, like this one from The Homeboy. Must be Travi Trav <laughs> that says, have you ever got weird looks from your seatmate on an airplane because you're laughing so hard you knock your drink over in the tray table? I listen to this podcast when I fly a lot because one episode lasts the entire flight and I don't care if the people on the plane judge me because I will never see them again. <laughs> I respect that. Also, I mean, he, I know he's saying like, oh, it lasts the whole flight. Maybe he's just taking a little puddle jumper. Maybe he's just going from Boston to New York. To, or England. And then New York or, you know, Boston, but it's good to, to know that if you, if you need to go from L.A. to Australia, yeah, we are here for you. There is, we've got a podcast for that. Uh, lastly, don't forget that you can always leave off a voicemail. Hey, Trav, you want to try that? Whoa. No, that's Ashley's jurisdiction. Tra- wow. Tra- it is truly Travis. I'm back out Travi on Trav, Tuesday. I think. 860 506 5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Say goodbye, Travi Trav. See you. Bye. Love you, mean. <laughs> Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.